Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Brick. What up, Red Pill? Blue Pill. Tell it. Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays, let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. If that's in these microphones, I'm the virus, I need a host. Know the legend, don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those toxins from your conscience. Play the beat through stethoscopes, it's for my folks. The originators, atmospheric pressure raising. Thoughts be constantly in orbit, till my page is out of space. Cosmos, astrological, a star right in your face. Didn't plan it like Pluto, melanated the greatest race. From niggas to gods and clearly just a human display. Walking immortal, live forever through these songs I make. Rigatologists, Discovered this very deep inside this continent. Okay. They had to pass many courses at their local colleges to study what this naga did. Futuristic shit, 2125, and when that time exists, they will realize who the Messiah is. Let's break the foundation with that fire spit. It's telling yoga flames, I'm on my street fighter shit. I swear I wish my ancestors they ain't finding shit. Transatlantic travel, maiden voyage from their cargo picks to picking cotton and sugar cane and then refining it. Trying to restore our dominance. Black power in this motherfucker better know it. Give them the truth, they tell me give them more These black laws, yeah, you better know it. I'm less of a rapper, more of a poet. This my opus. Maintain focus as we enter through the pillars of realness. Truth revealers. Tuesdays and Fridays, live so you can feel it. Can't feel it? Oppress pray every day to hear me kill it. More than just an intro. This was how I'm feeling. We just left the scenes conference. And we ain't finished building The sky is the limit We just crash through the ceiling Feel the energy of the crystal speak Spiritually a symphony Charged by the elements for many centuries Libations for our ancestors Keep it spilling beat We evoking the spirits to guard us from our enemies I shape, I create, and I display what I made Give it straight to the people Feel the power in waves Black fist in the sky, but this ain't hip-hop array We're putting pressure on these culture vultures watching decay It's time to take back what's all the monumental display Kings County, only royalty around me, come on! Peace, 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 family. Peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Hi. Welcome, family. This is uh, 10 p.m. broadcast, okay? Not our regularly scheduled 9 p.m. broadcast, so please tell a friend to tell a friend. Tune in. Join us here at KTO Radio. We have a special broadcast cast on deck for you tonight indeed you already know we have to have to recap the events that took place this past weekend the historical day of atonement aka place in harlem usa all right over 1200 people attended uh lord knows how many people were on the live stream uh we'll get into that you know i'm saying as the show commences but um, definitely was monumental. You know what I'm saying definitely was breaking. So, you know, of course, we have to it up. It's a very auspicious day. A lot of things going on. Um, uh, three twenty-two, of course. 
Shout out to uh, Brother A. Rashid, Black Dot, for the magnum opus that we put together. That, um, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with this whole aspect of uh, Illuminati, secret societies, and how they've infiltrated culture. And putting the game in perspective, this was around the time when hip hop was going with the whole Illuminati craze. This is some people's entryway into consciousness, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So we put it in perspective. Interestingly enough, uh, during this weekend's debate, you know, those topics keep, keep popping up, keep, you know what I'm saying, showing themselves. And the level of spookism along with it possibly even derailed the Harry Rosenberg's chance that uh, getting his points across. You feel me? Started getting real spooky. I'm talking about a shirt that I had hanging up and shit like that. So we're going to get into some topics tonight in regards to the debate and all of the energy situated around it. First and foremost, before anything else, I want to give a shout-out to each and every person that showed up in that building. You know what I mean? It was a beautiful opportunity to once again see the family and the multitudes, you know what I'm saying, to put faces to the comments and, you know what I'm saying, real energy behind the uh, the outpouring of, of, of thanks and gratitude that, you know, we get up and down the the different networks, all of these sectors, things of that nature. So I'm always thankful when that opportunity provides itself. You know what I mean? So yeah, be patient, and we're going to definitely blast off so powerful on these airways for you this evening. Okay? In the meantime, in between time, again, like we said, you can update your social networks. All right? I had a typo on a flyer. I had a wrong number listed, so 347-637-2135 is the call-in number. We are going to also have an open line segment where we get to dialogue with some of the people that participated in terms of attending the event, you know what I'm saying? Some people that have been following what's going on through these social networks and things of that nature. Shit, you might have even heard some things out there that you want, might want to clarify. You call in tonight as well, 347-637-2135. Okay, that's the call-in number. All right, 347-637-2135. Okay? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let them know you are rocking with the best here KKL Radio. It is. All right, so <clears throat> we're waiting. My co-host should be here any second. We're definitely still working overtime. Haven't had a break. <sighs> Sometime last week, you know what I'm saying? So I had to stop production to get the show underway. And my brother as well. So he should be coming on in a second now. Give him a second. And the chat room and all of that stuff will be opened up as well momentarily. Okay. Hope that everybody had a joyous 
weekend, even if you weren't able to attend or catch it via the stream, wherever you are, whatever you're engaged in, you know what I'm saying? We hope that it was joyful, prosperous, you know what I'm saying, and all of those good things that come along with new beginnings because we are officially in spring. Every season has just begun. We're at the head right now, pause. So, you know, this represents new things, new waves, new energy, new beginnings. Some people would even dare say this is the new year, okay, because this is when spring springs fall. This is when new life is, uh, you know, making itself known on the planet. This is when the seeds that have been sowed, you know, are now blossoming and, and trees are responding. It's going to be spring weather tomorrow here in the city. Everybody's getting ready. Feel me, we will be out there on the 5th with the collection and full deck. I just launched my spring collection, paranormal.com. You can check that out. We got all the pieces up there. We got the hats, we got the T-shirts, we got the sweatshirts, sweatsuits. You name it, it's up there. And we still got more stuff on the way. New pieces on mypowerpieces.com. More of that stuff is on the way. Seven Heaven Seamoss, of course, it was a hit in the building. You know, Seamoss was looking real big in the city on Sunday. Shout out to Black and Nobel. They had that Seamoss as well. You know, people can never have enough Seamoss. You know what I'm saying? Never, ever have enough Seamoss. So we need more Seamoss friends. We need more of that in the building. I just want to see people drinking Seamoss all day. And that's what I pretty much seen. It was a beautiful thing. I love the way that people are gravitating towards this information, making it part of the daily ritual. But that website I'm still working on, getting that updated, still working on the shipping. We also have a lecture this weekend in Norfolk, Virginia, at the House of Consciousness. All right. It's going to be going down on Saturday and Sunday. All right. Sir, Dash Mac and VA bringing it back to the beach. You know, I got far memories of my time out there. You know, I'm going back now as a different person, but I recall them days, the Chesapeake Bay days, Norfolk, Virginia Beach. We was crawling mm. through the family, scrolling through. <laughs> shout out to the whole DMV area. You know, yeah, shout out to the DMV everybody. area. Shout out to my brother Mike from uh, the New Black Panthers, who will be bringing us out there. He was also in the building, which is called the Line Panther Wear, doing the damn thing. I think we, sure. we probably could spend an hour giving all of the vendors a shout out because, you know, I've been to lectures with no vendors, and that's a sorry sight to see. So I love the energy that the vendors bring, the electricity. Hold on. Let's say this. Mm-hmm. I've been to lectures where there was dinners in the building and I was the only one making sales and I felt bad for them because I'm not about, <laughs> you know, even though I'm very, I don't want to use the word competitive, but I'm just competing against myself. I'm competing against lethargy. I'm competing against the fact that, you know, any 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 ounce of procrastination that I have, I got to be true to the time and the effort that I put into the preparation of our product, so I got to get it off. But I don't appreciate, you know, I don't I don't feel good about grind, and then you see the other people with the long faces and shit. They got the shade butter. They're looking at you crazy. You know what I mean? 
But yeah, yeah. At this event, everybody, everybody's table was clicking. I seen everyone get in action. You know what I'm saying? It was just a beautiful thing. It was like the village of commerce, and that's what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I everybody has viable pro. I ain't see Harry buy nothing though. I ain't I see, see Harry, Harry break, break a coin. Yeah, he was I talking about Alex. Yeah, the massage. They didn't pull out the massage water card. Yeah, and they did not budge. They didn't want to get no goddamn uh, pecan pie. They didn't want to get no vegan cheesecake. You know? I guess we needed a kosher you section. They didn't even huh? want to get a kosher patty. They didn't even want to get a kosher patty, man. You know? They didn't even look at. They didn't even look around to see if it was kosher in the building. What did Harry eat? That's the question. What did he eat, family? Oh, he said he was on a fast. Yes, he was on a fast. Okay. He yeah, he got eight. Oh. He went to his lunch up, so he was drinking water for like the whole weekend in his cave, he said. But it was a beautiful sight to see commerce in full, in full force, you know. I'm very industrious. I'm very commercialized, you know. So whenever I see... um that vision being fulfilled of the whole room, you know, black business taking place and everybody clicking. You know, I saw some startups. I saw some brands that started up about six months ago or a year ago. When I glanced over to them, they was, you seen all cavities, teeth, and everything. It was like they was, they was, they was grinning, smiling, and beguiling. Oh, no, they was, they was smiling yeah, they was smiling and beguiling. So it was a beautiful sight to see, um, uh, you know, shit. That, that should be a bi-weekly thing. Or, um, the market, yeah, man. You know, the marketplace for the market is always a thriving endeavor. So if you listen to this family and you got any space out in the town, you know, or you know of anybody that got space in the town or the truck state area, period, and you want to bring people together, post a market. Post the marketplace. They got, yeah. They got, they have, you know, something out here and BK that's revolutionary called the Brooklyn Bazaar. You know what I'm saying? The hipsters, they done came to town and they figured the shit out. And, you know, this is the stuff that's making the news and everything. Like, they getting all sorts of write up on it. You know, yeah, so, so let's be the new hipsters. Let's regentrify yeah. once again our depressed yeah. neighborhoods. Again. Let's be the new. Yeah. I'm gonna say regentrify. Let's Harry to roll in there again and pull your card about what you're doing versus what you ain't doing. You know what I'm saying? On the most simplest, mundane levels of development, community development. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. yeah. embarrassing, but that nigga said aquaponics, and he had all of these niggas hype. That shit yeah. was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. After 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 giving the fam all of this information, you know what I mean? Uh, you you would think that they fortified it, and and they don't even they would never even want to hear no shit. Hold on, Jack KT's whole lecture. Let's see if the brother's on the line, man. Let's get to it. Cause ain't nobody else gonna say it. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, what? Let's see if my brother KT's on the line. He ain't on the line yet. If you don't like KT plus one. Got his whole lecture jack. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. 
We could get into that. You jumping so far ahead of yourself, man. God damn. We're going to get into the plagiarizing. We, we might even have to bring my man Harry up on charges, B. Yeah, oh, man, it took KT's Give whole lecture. Minutes, all right? Yeah. So, family, take this time. We have the chat open. If you want to go in the chat, do what it do. You know, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Chat is open. Um, you can also use this time to share the link around your social network because we normally broadcast at 9 p.m. We decided to do a late night. So, you know, I know a lot of people are not even aware that we're broadcasting. So uh, if you want to do that, you know, you're not obligated to do anything but to listen to the show. But if you want to do that, do it. Do us a favor and share the link on your social media, whether you could be popping on the snap, you could be on the gram, you could be sliding into the DM, whatever you do. You could be on Twitter or Facebook, but let the fam know that we're here in the building and uh, it's definitely going to be a powerful show. Shout out to everybody who listens to Know the Ledge Radio who came up to us this weekend and gave us, you know, um, enough respect, props, and all other things. But I don't even think that they realize how important that is. You know what I'm saying? They think they're giving us something. You know, they was giving, they think that we're giving them something. Them just coming up to us and building with us, they gave us something. They give You're giving me life. Feel what I'm saying? You're giving me a, a greater perspective about the quality of membership that we have and the, and, and the people that we're speaking to. You know what I mean? Because, you know, on a blog talk radio, even when we're live streaming, you know, even if we're on YouTube and they upload a video, we have no way of knowing who the hell we're talking to. We don't know that. Like, it's it's a one-way screen. It goes outward. It's not, you know, it's not like we're on Google Hangouts and you can see everyone's faces or we're on Skype and things of that nature. So to finally get to meet the family and to hear some of the powerful stories about the impact of not only the radio show, a lot of the videos, the viral, the um, the vlogging. A lot of people were talking about following us on YouTube for the past three years since we started um, getting back on the YouTube channels and things of that nature. And it was some very, very heartwarming, interesting, and um, insightful um, you know, dialogue that I was having with our brothers and our sisters and the babies. If I tell you how many children came up to me, wanted to just take a picture with the pill, you know, I was giving away free clothes to um, children because one thing that I know as a parent is the difficulty or the challenges the parents face when it comes to, you know, having their little ones pay attention to, uh, you know, to this information. You know what I'm saying? And um, to see little eight-year-olds and seven and six, five-year-olds, you know, captivated by the information and they're more so captivated by the individuals because we're talking about five-year-olds, so it's not like they're sitting there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Telling you about um, horizontal gene transfers 
yo, bro, when you broke that down and when KT went in, went in on the, you know, they, they understand what's going on, but like all children, they understand that there's an energy that is present and they're reacting to that. They see something, you know, they came from a realm where we came from, but they came from that realm a lot, you know, they were there a little while ago, okay, the realm of the ancestors, and they are not as, you know, cluttered in their vision or they don't have that much, you know, clutter in their hard drive like adults do. So they could see clearer. They could see very clearly, and they know what's going on. They could sniff out, you know, the fake ones versus the real ones. And um, I'm really, I'm really humble, man. Let me take that word back because Rich gave me the definition of humble. And I might have to take that out of my vocabulary. I'm honored to be a a, a servant of the babies. You know what I mean? Because the the babies love red pill and red pill definitely love the baby. Huh? Blue one. Blue one. The new ones. I think we got KT in the building, though. Can we go ahead and see if if that's the God? Calling from the four zero four four nine two. Peace. Peace, peace. What's good? Uh, hi. What's good? Hey, bro. What's going on, man? Hold on, man. It's been a minute, been a minute since you've been here, man. Yeah, it's been a while, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be brief tonight because I'm I'm out here in B more okay. with the, with the goddess uh, Rihanna out here. Bringing in Reed. the goddess energy on the full moon, baby. Riri, you know? right? <laughs> yeah, I'm with Riri right now, man. We doing big oh, things man. out here, baby. The Navy out there too. Yeah, this her in the background right now, man. That's what that noise is. She going in. Oh, dope, dope. She going in. Stuff. She going in. So no, no, the ledge is, is on the anti, baby. On but, the anti. On the anti. She working. So. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna waste no time. I'm gonna go in real quick, man, and let the family know that you know it's no reason for me to be mad about it. It ain't no reason reason for me to feel any way about it. But I, I find it quite odd that the first time in our community where we have you know one of our most astute and sharpest soldiers ready to go to war, when they bring their very best. To go against him, he decides to plagiarize the arch degree. I, I found that shit quite amazing, I have to say. As I sit there among 500 people, as I sit amongst like five, six, seven hundred people, and I look up at the projector and I listen to the Jew spew his goddamn shit, every word that comes out his mouth is a quote from the arch degree from back in August. So yeah, when that when that DVD drop, y'all, I want y'all to make sure that y'all listen to Mr. Rosenberg and go back and listen to the Evolution Conference, the Casey the Archer, just find out he just straight just did snatches. He jacked it. Straight <laughs> I'm talking about swiper, stop swiping. Sniper, stop swiping. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Nah, man, I found that I found it amazing, man. I'm sitting there and this brother going in on the acacia, man. Like, what was that? And every time he had a chance to talk, the only thing he could say was, "Oh yeah, plant-based botanicals. We have to get back to the trees. We have to drink the herbs. 
that's what it has to be in order to open up the DMT, DMT this, and DMT that. I you know, so is. yeah. Ah, oh, come on, I man. Acacia, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm like, he took the whole thing, son. Like, for real, I was tripping, man. I was tripping. He was like, look, I'm not going to be able to handle flight. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to come with some science. <laughs> 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 and he can't say nothing. He ain't going to be able to say nothing. Look. It was the whole squad. He jacked, he jacked you, he jacked, and that was Rashid's conversation about the DMT when he came on, no the less, and did the whole DMT oh. dissertation. Man, and then he got enamored you. with my shirt, and he fell into the trap that I laid. Oh, nah. You know like saying? I said, he kept giving you a promo. He gave, he gave you a shout-out about five times. Yo, to the Freemason in the corner. He gave me, yeah. <laughs> he gave me the global look on my I Am A God Come t-shirt. on, man. And yeah, polite, polite, polite made a p- powerful point, man. When he was on there, um, not getting caught up in the new age nonsense. Not to say the information that he was bringing wasn't sound; it just wasn't the topic, you know. Now, actually, what 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 I got out of it was what he was trying to say was, uh, there is no God. We pray to y'all. <laughs> We pray to y'all through means of energy and technology. Yo, know, he y'all never see talked all the about Ferrari. facts. He never talked about God. He talked about nah, us. He talked about us. He talked about energy, electricity. He was pretty much just like bowing down without like saying it. You know, they have this problem just coming out and just saying what it is. It's always in front of some sideways, out the side of the neck way. Mm-hmm. But he, like you said, he never went in a religious. Don't don't get me wrong. He quoted uh, text and verse and all that. But anytime he had a chance to break it down, he just kept bringing it back to the black man, to the black woman, to the energy, to the electricity. And like light came with the fire. He had, you know, he brought plasma cannons to a knife fight. You know what I'm saying? And obliterated. So I mean, what could he do? He would have been foolish to do, to try anything else because, you know, it would have been even more of a slaughter. You know what I'm saying? And big shout out to Brother Polite for the, for the, for the science that he brought, you know what I mean? As well as Minister Inky, because, you know, that's, that's the whole, his, his stone, Kamenu, DNA information, genetic information that we've been on for the past damn year going hard on. And he was able to get, you know, real intricate and take the people step by step so they can follow the pathway. You see what I'm saying? And show the genetic, the genetic power, you know, because that's what it's all about. It's about these genes, baby. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, like I said, I, I was entertained. I was informed. I appreciated the energy. It was a lot of love up in the room. The people came out. Everybody supported. There was powerful information. And there was something done that wasn't done in a long time in our community. You know, people would say, oh, man, you know, you're bringing in, you're bringing the Caucasian in, you're bringing the enemy in. You know what I'm saying? This is our community. But, nah, man, I mean, the whole point of this is for us to step out on the global stage and demonstrate. Um, and that's what this was. This was a demonstration that, that occurred. And I have nothing but respect for Brother Polite for standing up and doing that. And I got respect for old Harry. Regardless of what his agenda and intention might be, for him stepping up too and making this thing history, um, a lot of people who are not on that level of science through this particular conversation, you know, a lot of people were able to come in, 
You see what yes. I'm saying? So I got respect for the whole event. Big shout out to Sonetta, King Simon, you know, everybody that was involved in this, you know, the security, the professionalism. And we got a taste of how the community is starting to move in a particular direction of, um, I would say, of class. You know, like, you know, we've been underground for a long time, and we don't need to lose the underground. We don't need to lose lose the essence. We don't need to lose the authenticity. But now it's time for us to move into our palaces, into our alhambras, you know what I'm saying, into our temples, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and, start, and start being able to pop, you know, the good, uh, the good herbs, you know what I mean, and the good tonics amongst each other as we're able to see our peers demonstrate the sciences on a high technological level, you know what I mean, to convey the love and the energy to the people. So I see us on the way doing that. And I'm not just saying that because Harry came up in the building. I'm just saying based on this event, it just looked like we're moving in a forward forward motion. It looked like you know, that so, in Atlanta at the tech conference. It looked like that in Detroit at the Steams conference. And it's right. look at it's, it's, it's continuing continuously looking like that. So this is an it looks like right. that at the comedic war conference. Step, step so by step. That's what doing, I'm saying. We, we, we're we, we're we're building this forward. pyramid uh stone by stone, step by step, brick by brick. So this is a process. Brick brick. You feel me? I see y'all gonna be in um Detroit with the general Sarasu Isetti. Yes, I'll be there on Sarah. the thirtieth. That's right. Yeah. I'll be in Flint. I'll be in Flint also in mid-April, um, and um, I'll be down in Florida in May uh, for the Malcolm X Festival. I got a lot. I got a lot of things going on. You're um, gonna be in Bebo on that. Thursday, man. I got the word. Oh yeah, well yeah. This this there's a prize, a private event that I'm doing in Thursday. Y'all gotta go to my Facebook page, kt.kamani at gmail.com. Y'all send me y'all inquiries, and then I can let y'all know where the location is going to be at if y'all are interested in being part of this private event that I will be doing in Baltimore. So, without further ado, I hate to do it, but I got to exit stage left because we recalling me right now, and um, I can't no disrespect the goddess. So, much love Indeed. to the family, kttheartsdegree.com, com, KTL Radio is the best. You already know what it is. You got a big weekend coming up, too, man. It's Superman and Batman, man, is about to Superman. Oh, yeah, Hollywood Dakota, new season's coming. Superman, Batman, Civil War, Civil War, and, of course, X-Men is coming. So when I come back on Know the Ledge, I will be announcing my date. Stay tuned, and I'll be right back at y'all. You already know. Okay, I just got to make sure. I just got to make sure. And Riri, Riri says hi to everybody. Yeah, give me one second. Huh? Can't hear you what you said? All right, brother, be back. Um, Say, give me one. Okay, yeah, but as you can see, the big things are going. You know what I'm saying? Um, King Simon was was 
speaking about the fact that a lot of people are about to hit the road, you know, this upcoming season. I think Polite is getting back on the road. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of people going to be cascading throughout the country. Of course, the pills is definitely hitting the road, the facts initiative and everything else that we have to offer. People really asking for that family affair to come to their town. They want to see Mama Pill. Shout out to Mama Pill. She wasn't in the building, but her children's was. She was there um, vicariously through us. Shout out to Baba Heyru. Okay, Samaj, he was in the building. The elder was definitely building, representing. Um, who else? Everybody, you know, the whole HOK family was there. Well, not the entire family. I see Shaka Atmos and a few other people. I see Iman Barsher, you know, but a good amount of representation was there. My brother Reggie was in the building. Brother Sharif was in the building. They have an upcoming debate on April 10th, all right? That should be monumental, okay? You definitely want to be in the building for that, the National Black Theater. All of the malls that came through, Islam, all right? Happy New Year, you know what I'm saying? So big thanks, man. Shout out to our brothers from Detroit, Brother Bricks, all right, Brother Keith, his brother from B-Moore. All the numbers in the building, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people from all across the country was coming up. You know what I'm saying? They all traveled. Shout out to my brother. Anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Came up from Texas. Him and his lady. Houston in the building. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Houston. Shout Houston out to Dallas Fort Worth. Dallas Fort Worth in the building. Shout out to um. Who are with it? Like, to Shreveport. Uh, my, 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 yeah, family Shreveport. from Shreveport was in the building. Family from Louisiana was in the Kentucky. building. Yeah, my dude from Kentucky. Yeah, the Kentucky was in family. The building. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, of course, shout like, out to my Cleveland, Ohio family was in yeah, the building. NC family was shout in out the to building. Miami family that was in the building. Miami shout was in the to, building. Um, like you said, the Detroit family, Shot Town. Shottown was in the building. Shottown. Yeah. Yeah. Shot Shout out to my security from Shottown. My dude was about six seven. I'm Gucci. Yeah. He's like, I got you. Any anything. Shout out to security for Shottown. Anything moving. Yeah. He, 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 he got shooters on deck. You know, he that's don't even got to shoot. He don't even got. He just got. Yo, we're gonna talk about the Asian Smith though. We're gonna talk about the Mossad in a minute. How the niggas started getting real shook. You feel me? Because they never been in a situation where they was amongst the people, huh? And it wasn't, it wasn't a rowdy rambunctiousness, huh? They just felt that melanin. They felt them, that pineal gland like Harry was talking about. They was looking at people's faces and it was getting shocked. Things were shooting them with the pineal. They was feeling Oh, that hold pressure. on. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus, the young boy. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He came up with the 2 2 Dillinger, let the first shot off. Shout out to Marcus. With the 2 2 Dillinger. Let that thing off, yeah. With the 2 He came with the gold bird, nigga. What you talking about? He went to my day for the topper. He went to my day for the topper tops. 
stop. Nah, the reason I say the two two because you know the two two you get close to your enemy, you just pop and just hit him with the pop pop. Yeah, yeah you know, just hit him with the with the temple shot. Hit him with pop, the dilly, it, it just it just walks. So indeed, you know yeah, let's do this though without wait without any further ado, without wasting any more time. We're gonna continue the convo, but let's open up the line, our brother Sarnetta. Call it from the six four six six seven six. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace. Call it from the six four six. Peace, what it is. Come on, man. Peace, peace. Peace and bright power to the family. Shout out to the red and blue pill, man. What's up, my brothers? Hey, How y'all doing? you, family. Peace and black power to you as well. Shout out to okay. the entire HOK family. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, yes, just sir. coming off this monumental Earth Veteran Weekend, you know what I'm saying? And I thought that um, there's nobody more so qualified to be put into the spotlight and spoken to at this particular time than you. You feel me? This is a, a it's an enormous reflection on your work and your efforts, you know, your level of organization, you know, putting these events together and triumphantly coming out on the other end of these events on top. So we wanted to get a perspective from you, from your vantage point, what exactly took place, you know what I'm saying? How do you feel yeah, about thanks. this event? And, 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 you know, can can you give it the perspective that it needs? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we looking at here? Yes, thank you, brother, for the opportunity, man. I want y'all to know, too, that Polite is on the line, and he's waiting to get in as well. So y'all know his number oh, look for right. it. Oh, we definitely. Yeah, one, my brother Polite, if you hear, if you see him, press one. Here so, we go. Um, Call it from the 818-626. I was trying to surprise the people, but... You gotta let that one. <laughs> Brother Polite, you in the building? Yes, sir. Peace. There he is. All right. There you All go. Right. Hold on. Yeah, let me. Please continue. Yeah, let me let me say this real quick, man. Um, first, I want to apologize. I want to apologize. To know the ledge to my brother Red Pill, Blue Pill, and KT the Arts Degree. It was so much going on. I wish KT would have been aggressive like he was when I was at the National Black Theater. Yo, Saw, let me get the mic. Yo, Saw, let me get up. Because I definitely would have given the mic. We had way ample time. The lecture started on time. So for anybody to say polite came late or you hear that later on, that's a lie. Everybody's seen polite in the building. He was scheduled Early. to get on the mic at 4 o'clock. That's, see, all the other time was the time for everybody else to get through. Reggie and my brother Sharif, they didn't use their time wisely. They got up there and spoke for like about three or three minutes apiece. But, I mean, that was crazy. But I, I feel bad when I sit back and I'm like, damn, how did I miss the opportunity of not letting KT, the arts degree, get up there and teach about health? So I thought about that. When I left, and I felt bad about that, so I, I apologize to my brother. That will never happen again. I got to be more on point. But as you know, it was so much going on, man. You know what I'm saying? 
I just now, think maybe the time is the time is definitely upon us to just have a Sinetta produced event where just the KTL family comes out. I mean, yeah. it's just you know, and, and just alleviated like Red that. Pill for this too, because Red Pill used to be aggressive, like yo, saw man, let me get the mic, let me get you know. And for some reason, he didn't do that. Because if he would have, believe me, I would say, oh hell, go ahead, Red, go get Red. But he yeah. was, he just stepped back and let me do my thing. I appreciate that too. But um, let mm-hmm. me say this real quick, man. When I seen the people come in, and then I seen the young people and Lazarus and making the songs for for the new movement, and my nephew coming into town, and the way he looked up to me, man, it was like holding back the tears. You know what I'm saying? I was crying inside, tears of like, yo, despise all the slander with me and my brother polite. Despise all the hatred that we got. We really see, and we've been new this. We seen the love outweighed all of that, man. You know, right. the love that we got from the people weighed way more than that. I sit back and I look on the channels, and I see people saying, "All right, the debate is over now. With the people learn nothing." But see, <laughs> the ones that say that is the ones that didn't come to the damn lecture. You see, I know I noticed that because we interviewed the people as they was going. You can look at a video and you will see how happy the people was. If you go to Black News one oh two, you will see we put up a video as the people was leaving out and we was asking the people, Baba T V was asking the people, How was it? What do you think? Who do you think won? And you gotta see the joy on the people's faces, man. They was happy about that debate. They walked out mm-hmm. of there saying, oh, man, I love it, man. It was good. It was awesome, man. Polite did a spectacular job. It was good, regardless of what the, the haters going to say something. They're going to say something negative about it, but there's the question you got to ask them. Was you there, sir? Did you Was you in the building, sir? And they're going to tell you, no, I wasn't there. I heard. <laughs> you see, you're going to hear that. I heard. Mm-hmm. How can you? Come on, man. You got to dismiss that right there. Everybody that came out that joint was at a new high, was at a new level. They walked off talking about, you can look at the video again where the sister said, and I think you was there, Red Pill, we was outside, and we was doing interviews the day before the debate. And she said, I remember when the movie of the Passion of the Christ came out. Remember that, Red? Yeah, yeah. And she said she cried watching that movie. And then she mm. got exposed to Sarnetta TV, and I was watching Sarnetta TV and Brother Polite, and, and now look where I'm at now. You see, and that right there, that's, that right there tells a lot from our people, man. People say, what have you done? Man, we get testimonies from all over the world of what have we done. I don't even need to say what I have done. You know, putting this consciousness, look at the youth. Look at how the youth is responding. Look at the song and the music that they making now. You know, got New Covenant, Know the Ledge up in there, Blue Pill, the Red Pill. They throwing us. Remember when Khalid was here? They was Cube and all and was throwing in yeah. Khalid's name, they right? Throwing in Khalid. They was throwing uh-huh. in Farrakhan. They was making songs of Farrakhan and all of them. Now look at us. This is our era now. And these young babies are coming up. They making songs about us. They not talking about selling dope. They not talking about selling These are our teachers. We see when the people come outside and they see you, right? They be like, oh, shit. 
yo, they go red pills. They go my, you know, they go, yeah. they, they show the love. So when people say, what have you done? All you got to do is look at the people response to us, man. You know, look oh, at their testimony. Look, nobody can, niggas know that, not to say that to me. What have you done? I'm surprised you even let people voice that, even ask that question sometimes mm-hmm. to you. Like, what do you mean, what have I done? I would tell them, look, no, I would say, look what I have done. Let me show you. The black man is at war. Y'all know about this shit from 2012. Y'all was made aware of this. Maybe, like, some people are just finding out because Trump was on the scene. We knew that shit 20 years ago and been telling you that. My track record is I got I, my shit is time stamped, carbon dated. I got proof, money. Go back 10 years. We was already on post fighting the war. So with 44 billion black people on the planet, if this was a battlefield, there's a few hundred of us just standing in the front of all of that, actually going toe-to-toe with this motherfucker every day. And what? What do they say? We go to war on principalities that we that we higher than us. Yeah, we have a war with higher principalities, family. Right, right, right. Hell yeah. And one more thing, man. What's sad with our people is that you got you could. I mean, if you look at these Hebrews, man, it's a disgrace. Not all of them, because some of them is good people. Like my man Captain Tazari, he came through. There's all the way up until fucking three o'clock last night, hanging out at the flight house. Me, Captain Zoriak, Polite, um, Loaded Lux, Red Pill. We was up in there just chilling, having fun. Zoriak called me today and said, he called me today and said, yo, son, man, I I really had a good time yesterday. You know, and Polite heard him. He said, I really had a good time. And I told him, jokingly, you know, it was fun. I said, see, you can hang out with us. We Africans. You can hang out with the Africans. (laughs) And we all laughed at that, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it was good, man. So people actually think that we are we are enemies to each other. No, we bang hard on the information, but we come together as brothers at the end of the day. When when we finish banging and giving the people the information and letting them see and choose which one is good for them, we sit back and then we build with each other. We break bread with each other. You know, we don't hate each other. We're not enemies. It's the people that's on YouTube that tries to turn us to be enemies with each other. Hell no, mm-hmm. man. Hell no. So, That's real talk. So what I'm saying is this, though, brother, and I'm going to let my brother Polite get on. This is the last thing I'm going to say. It's crazy when I hear these so-called Hebrew Israelites and the niggas come out talking about the debate was set up for Polite to win. As though we got to we got to set the white boy up. See, we can't beat the white boy by himself. We got to set it up. You see, think about that. They don't even know how disrespectful that shit sounds to us. That we got to set polite up to win a fucking debate against a white boy. Shit is crazy to me. Like polite ain't got that much intelligence to whip him on his own. We got to booby trap him. We got to set up all kind of shit so we so we so polite can win this debate. Come on, man. That I mean, shit is so can, fucking disrespectful. Can you, can you riddle me this? You know, based on the information that you was obtaining from the people by talking to them, what is it that they see so much in Harry that has people and their feelings 
in a way in which they was like all of the things that he was saying. When Harry we've kept saying, been having people in the community saying that shit for a minute. Yeah. Harry yeah, where's kept his saying, bars? Harry kept saying for a whole two months straight that he has a plan for black people. And now he exposed his plan to the intelligent ones, to the smart ones. I already knew. I already knew what was going on. His plan was to try to turn the conscious community and other black brothers and sisters and the, um, the Hebrews against Brother Polite and Sarnetta and what we do. Because he, he gets up there talking about, see, I came in. I'm trying to unite. I'm trying to teach y'all how to come together. Think of the arrogance of that cracker. Talking hmm. about he trying to teach us how to come no. together like we need him. Like he we said ain't had the he's going to draw the line. He said he's going right. to draw the line between evilness and righteousness. Think about that. Between evilness and righteousness, the first thing you got to do is give back them stolen goddamn goods that you got, nigga. You can't come up in here talking about now all of a sudden you want to draw the line between evilness and righteousness, but you're still keeping them stolen goods that you got. You know, you ain't willing hmm. to give that back, so don't even talk about it. When we're talking about reparations, you ain't, you ain't trying to do none of that. But that's what I'm talking about is when you got Hebrews out there talking about it was staged for polite to win the debate. It was set up for polite to win the debate as though polite can't beat him by himself. We got to set it up. That shit is fucking disgraceful to hear brother say that, man. Go ahead. Let my brother polite get on, man. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, polite in the building. Peace, peace. Hey, thanks, brothers. I basically enjoyed myself. I had a great time. And the truth of the matter is that one person prepared more, a whole lot more than the other. And what happens is when a person realizes early on in that they are outmatched because of their lack of preparation and inability to overall execute the best thing they can do is forfeit early, do a far lesser job in the round to come. So that way it won't look like they was trying to compete because it would be worse getting your ass kicked looking like you're trying to compete after all the trash you was talking. That man, when I debate people, they come with empty promises. They tell you about miraculous things that they're going to come in and teach, things that people never saw before. <clears throat> This happens. I got love for my brother, Ali Muhammad. He said he was going to show us that the Quran comes before the Bible. And when I put the work in in the first round, he lost focus, lost sight, and neglected to talk about the main thing that everybody was focused on hearing from him. Irrespective to the title of the event, the themes of the event, the points of contention, we all wanted to hear this Quran coming from the Bible. It never happened. No show. I'm used to this. So when Harry says, I'm going to show things that you've never seen before that I'm privy to about ancient Egypt. Hmm. When given the opportunity, he just walked through and pretend like he didn't say that several times. He said he had a plan. They did the whole debate. <laughs> what the hell was the goddamn plan? 
So you see, hmm. if his heart was into the message that he was talking about, he would have revealed the plan. He would have showed us the things we never knew about ancient Egypt. It was all a bluff. But I'm going to tell you, I knew I sold him on the fact that I was a bona fide nigga. I knew I sold him on that. That was my job during the preliminary debate. My job was to quote no scriptures, to use no Hebrew. When I debated Ali Muhammad in all the preliminary debates, my job was to speak on nothing based on linguistics. I said nothing based on language whatsoever as he boasted and boasted and boasted about language. I said nothing. That's how I put these people to sleep. I said nothing. You can't find the video before I debate where I would even respond to him if he said something in another language. I just leave it alone. Act like I have no concept of language and I'm not going to bring nothing to the table on language. But when I came into the debate, I put forth more linguistics than he did and mm -hmm. created a whole argument around it and he was not prepared for it because he was put to sleep while I'm watching hours and hours of footage of my opponent. I sell them on the fact. I told Ali Muhammad <clears throat> that you're not a Muslim. You're not a Muslim because you don't even got a beard. And as he laughed at me like I was an ignorant man, he bought into that shit. He bought into it so much that he didn't prepare properly. Because he said, man, polite said I'm not a Muslim because I don't even wear a beard. And he's not even trying to make any challenges on the language. So he was gasped. That's what I do to people, man. I showed me in Rolls Royces, show me hanging out, partying, clubbing, dancing with women, showing money, going to basketball games, courtside. Rabbi Harry Rosenberg looked at me like this is a bona fide nigger. And it's, I don't even have to study. And I'm from Israel. He even went out his way to say that he got something on me because I haven't gone to the holy places. And if I haven't gone to the holy places or the spiritual places that's in Israel, then I'm going to be greatly mistaken. And I'm paraphrasing. So right. when I showed that I went to those places, Harry went mute. He no longer wanted to defend anything based on Israel. <clears throat> now, you see. Yeah, it seems that's when you pulled the air out of him. It, the, his strongest point should have been language. I was trying to get him to debate me on the Hebrew language. See, when I did the Kemet on trial, now I see them said, oh, we're going to see if y'all speak Hebrew. Uh, Their whole claim to fame was, you teach him, but you don't know the language. As though we don't see a whole community of Hebrews that don't know Hebrew, but still follow it. They like pretending that. But it's all good. I said, okay. They said, we're going to bring you up to the stand. Brother Polite was prepared. Because I never shallowed away from it. I never backed down. I never tried to antagonize them too much because I didn't want to show them confidence. I was hoping they would try to pull me up to embarrass me because I had a special plan for them. I was ready. We went the whole debate and not one person questioned me on the Medunetian when they had the opportunity to call me up to the stand so I could read because they said they're going to call me up to prove that I got no right to teach on Kimmich. I was waiting for it, gladly. They pretend like they never said any of that. So what I'm saying is, I'm no stranger to people bluffing. I'm not a stranger. And what I also learned about people, they're so egotistical and they're so arrogant 
they really believe for some reason that they ain't got to study when it comes to me. Like they don't watch the previous videos and say, when I get in that ring, not only am I getting better every debate, I'm more tactful and more meticulous. Not only am I more meticulous, they have to realize that before the debate even begins, I'm already in the debate. While people expect me to take heads off in them preliminary matches that we have on the couch, they don't even realize that's when I'm making a character assessment for how I'm going to pick you apart. That's why I'm checking your ego. I'm seeing how, how naive you are. I'm seeing how full of yourself you are. I'm checking out what you think your strengths are. I was prepared for him to speak on his Limba tribe and Ebo tribe uh, correlations because his face lights up every time. There was plenty of times he smiled. Oh, you from the Ebo? Oh, oh. So I'm like, okay. I see he's, ec he's ecstatic about that part. So I love it. So for me, I had a great time, you know, and I told myself it's way better to be over-prepared than under-prepared. And I can tell you that I gained a whole lot by being reluctant to sleep during times I'm supposed to study. I got the educational acumen and the economic prowess to sustain a certain level of focus for extended periods of time. I take what I do serious. And I told you, I'm not about to put myself in a position. I'll find myself uh, letting down my community where I have an opportunity to show the youth that if we apply ourselves, not only will we be victorious intellectually, but we would, by a large margin, show who and what the white man is by ego. And this is why the fuck he has to cheat our race. Because if he had to be matched with us intellectually, same age for age, if we could measure potential for potential, we would see why he has to cheat so much. We would see why he has to be so corrupt. We would understand the insecurities that he has that precipitated slavery, the insecurities that he has that precipitated kidnapping, castration, pillaging, colonization, eugenics. We would see why he is the way he is. And all they got that day was a reminder. And I'm screenshotting response after response that I see him writing online, excuse after excuse that he makes for why he got outmatched. He threw away his PowerPoint in the second round because he was overwhelmed. And when he, he said, man, I had science for y'all, but I'm not even going to discuss it because he was overwhelmed by first round, so he just wanted to freestyle rebut what took place <laughs> in the first round. Only for him to see in the second round, I put on a new hat. And I said, oh, in this round, I don't need vulgarity. Not when we're speaking about our ancient comedic science. That way, when we're talking about our ancient cultural system. In this round, and I tied him up, all science. And at that point, I looked at him like, God fucking damn, I should have did whatever I, I planned to do for second round. But instead, mm -hmm. he thought, okay, I got him figured out. And he was overwhelmed. 
by the first round because at that point, everyone's looking at you. Like, yo, are you really manipulating the penises of these little boys? <laughs> Everybody's looking at them at that point. <laughs> and for any Hebrew that's still working with them, they're a damn disgrace. Because I know if a person, if the best thing a person can do is say, I'm not one to judge, they find out that people are sucking the blood and chewing the meat off of the penises of little boys in the name of antiseptic saliva and circumcision practices. Mm -hmm. Listen, the best he could say was, you know, I'm not really one to judge, and these were ancient. Hold on, these are your ancestors, first of all. So don't try to make a distinction amongst you and them. Second of all, don't act. Oh, you say the Tal the Talmud is ancient, and you'll find a lot of people not practicing the things in the Talmud. Hold on, bro. There's a law in America giving y'all the past, the practices religiously, because so much of y'all in in are intent on doing it. America passed the law for you guys, for you guys to do it. So what do you mean these are ancient practices? And when I catch you out there and say the Talmud says you can lie to non-Jews, did he ever clarify that? Oh, Blight is just, you know, he's using the words the wrong way, and he's, why did you not clarify when I spoke to the people, I showed them the Hebrew. I explained the Hebrew, and I was hoping I can entice him to go into a Hebrew fight so I could show people what I had prepared for his fucking ass because I'm not about to let him have the last say, because I know he's white, and he's supposed to know Hebrew because he's from Israel. But in my opinion, based on what I received from Harry, I don't think he's a student Hebrew. I don't feel like that. I think people think he knows Hebrew because he's white. So mm -hmm. I try to set him up and say, let me throw a little something on, the, on here. And the fact that he wouldn't respond to me in Hebrew told me he didn't want to make a fucking mistake. He didn't want to make a mistake. And at the end of the day, I got three Hebrew books out there that I wrote. But people confront, like, I don't know what's going on. It's okay. But when it's time to do a debate, I'm not walking in there. If I got to do something on Egypt, you're not going to make a fool out of me with the metal nature. I'm not saying I know everything. But, bro, I'm telling you, you better know what the fuck you asking me. Because you can't microwave a good question against somebody who's been studying thoroughly for years, you're not going to microwave a good question to me in the Hebrew language because you feel you Hebrew and I can get the drop on them. So in my mind, I'm like, yo, I know I've been training. I know when I had envisioned doing this debate with the rabbi, so I had plenty of time to really prepare myself before we even came to terms on an agreement let alone getting to the point of a contract, let alone starting the promotions. I already decided who I'm going to debate. I already envisioned that it's going to work, just like I already have the vision for what may take place in summer. I'm already studying and preparing for my next joint now that this is over. <clears throat> People right. think this thing is a few weeks on in or when we agree to do it. Bro, I just like studying in general, and I'm going to have my way. I'm going to debate who I want to debate one way or another. It's going to happen. If it wasn't Harry, it's going to be a different rabbi. It's going mm -hmm. to happen. You feel me? And I had a nice little joint that should he try to take me on a Hebrew level, I was going to take him into deep waters. Trust me. Deep waters. I was going to show him the history of the language. And I had a 
paleontologist on deck. <clears throat> Rated number one in Israel. Pour that ass. Just to corroborate the things that I was going to present for the third round. A third round that he didn't want to happen no more. That he asked, and I put the video up on my channel. Since I was going to leave him alone. You see him. Copping out. Copping mm-hmm. out. And backing out. I know me. If I'm a big time rabbi, and I know Hebrew, I mean, shit, it should be nothing to embarrass me. should be nothing. But like I said, I know when I smell blood, because I'm from the streets. You know when you smell blood, and it's about that life. You you encroach a motherfucker. You, you move in on him. You lean on him. Mm-hmm, Once you know, mm-hmm. like when you playing ball, and you know a nigga shook, because you got a handle, we train to embarrass him. We're not trained, oh, man, he was scared to play deep. Let me pass the ball. I don't want to do that to him. I know I know how I'm trained. You make a poster. We make a poster. You make a poster. I know poster. I'm trained. In, in fact, we back up from the three-point line. See, we could bring you out. This is going to be a long ride. We're not going to run close to the rim. We're going to show out, and we're going to break hey, yo, your tonight. mind down. We're going to fuck you up. You're so nervous that you ain't going to want to play D on me. After this one, you're going to be saying Yo, to yourself, fight. fuck. Let me say this real quick, brother. Let me say this real quick. Y'all got to really go back and view this video. Because <laughs> when you view this video, Red Pill, Blue Pill, and the people that's out there, Harry came up in here looking down on our people like we yep. were dumb, stupid motherfuckers. Fuckers. That's when right. he opened up, he said, Let's get into it, because I just came across the park, but when he got up on the stage, he said, what I want to talk about first, before I do anything, is the pineal gland. How many of you out there ever heard of the pineal gland? I'm yeah, going he in he was deep. pineal. The people started laughing at him. Yo, that's going to be the talk. <laughs> and, he he was disrespectful. And, and you got Negro saying why we was being disrespectful. First of all, let me say this now, so I got I gotta come in on this. We gotta build. Go away. Yeah, go in on this, that. This is our fucking forum, dog. This ain't no fucking how this ain't no uh Harvard and Yale shit. This is what this we fucking created, bro. This is what we doing. We created a forum so we can engage our youth. So if our youth like fucking battle rap the nigga, that is the essence and orientation around what we're gonna do for the debates. You don't fucking like it. Take your ass to them dry-ass debates that have 12, 15 people in there. Look at these white folks when they lecture online. Pack the house with their own fucking people. Niggas ain't into that. It's just exclusive for people who vibrating on that frequency, who don't give a fuck about being bored because they really love and appreciate the quality information. I, shit, I sit there and I watch it because I appreciate information, but I don't appreciate the way they convey it. It takes a lot out of me to endure mm-hmm. that long, grueling process in the way that they mm-hmm. communicate the information. See me, I'm sitting here saying, how can I can make a connect with the people? So I'm sitting here like, oh, bet, emojis. That's what I, and I sit here and work very hard to make sure I can establish a connection so the people can continue walking with me. But this motherfucker here, he says some shit about the penal gland and think he deep, and the people laugh, and people are like, yo, that's right. Right. This ain't I'm tennis, motherfucker. It's not a I tennis match. That, Red Pill. As soon as I played it, because I'm, I'm, I'm editing it right now. So when mm-hmm. he gets up on the stage, you're going to see the crowd in the audience. Jabari turned the camera around when he said, well, I'm getting ready to say something right deep. He thought he was teaching our people something. He said, I want to talk about the 
Pioneer Clan. Now, how many of you ever heard of the Pioneer Clan? People started laughing at them like, yo, yo, are you kidding me, man? Yo, Harry, Harry thought that he was coming to talk to the world star hip hop crowd. And no offense to him, I don't even know what the pioneer is. He, this is the this is a this you got listen, this is a huge moment, family. Look at the psychology of the European coming amongst our people. They they don't know how to differentiate. So he's thinking they're they're looking at us like we're fucking babies. Like they could actually come into our community and say pineal gland. Aliens built the pyramids. All of this, like everything got to go because that's the image that they have that we are minors and we are babies. The audacity of him, how are you going to come into a debate talking about the pineal gland? Then, then wait till you see, I want you to do this, Sonetta. After he talks about the pineal gland, he's going to get into the acacia tree. Okay, he's going to go into lengths about that, dealing with the um, ancient Kemet. I want you to go to the Evolution Conference, KT to Arch Degrees, when he came up there. Brother, he sold KT whole shit. Man. I already know. We follow charges, man. We might just have Damn, to get. Damn, yo. So, what the fuck? You might have to get Andrew Cole to go to his No, we might have to get Sister Sebastian from, um, the prosecutor, go get Harry for plagiarism, damn it. We want Say it ain't so. We want our case to back. See how these motherfuckers do? And now, this is another thing that got to be explained, bro. Where do, where do people get off by telling me I got to change my style because the white man is coming into our arena? See, that's why I kept it so hood. I was scholastic, though. I went all the way in on the first round. I gave my mm-hmm. references, my quotes. I went into language, went to politics. I did what I had to do. But I had to show the youth something, man, that you don't got to change who you are. We just want you to read more and be aware of the things you need to be aware of where they exploit us the most. But I said, you know what? Just because of the white man is in here, I'm going to lean on him a little bit more. And I'm going to do some of that which the hood want to see. You know why? Why the fuck I got to change? Because he's coming in. Would they change? If they, yo, if Polite is coming into their synagogue to do a debate, you feel me? If I'm, if I'm coming to their town to do a debate, do you think the Jews are going to say, let's sag our pants a little bit, let's take mm-hmm. off our yarmulke, let's wear some hoodies for these homies, let's let's wear some phone posits? You know, he's in town now. The brother's here. <laughs> do you think they're going to make adjustments because I'm coming into their fucking forum? So listen. You gotta study your form. You can't come to a ball game with fucking shiny shoes and a tail tux and expect to get substituted on the court to play amongst the brothers playing Olas with Olas on the jerseys. If you think you can come into our arena, you see this is how arrogant white people are. They think they're gonna come in our arena and dictate to us how the rules should be. And you got silly ass Negroes over here mad that we didn't conform to what he wants us to be. I'm not changing for him. We're going to keep this form the way we was. We're going to progress at a rate that we think is most conducive for our people. Because he comes. He don't run the show. He don't dictate to us what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, and how we're going. we got to make all this special change, get the brooms, get the mops, shellack the fucking floor because this white man is coming, and we got to impress him that we could talk to him. Fuck him. And even Fuck though him, he man. tried like hell polite to get us to do, do what he, he wanted tried. to do, 
And we so, he, so he wanted you to clean the slaughterhouse before he came in and to become a halal meal? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure the blades are clean tonight. Because he, listen, when you're, this is like I said yesterday. He, wait, wait till I see the film, family. He is the typical, and know that you're looking at the alpha male of their race, and he is showing you the atypical. He admitted, how could you be national? He, he threw the whole race under the bus. He said, I'm yep. the Toyota, and your people are the Ferraris. I'm going to step down and allow Polite to balk on me right now. Listen, That's family. That's exactly what he did. Listen, yep. he said, I'm going to put my head on the guillotine and I let this man take my head off. Like they, they, this is how they acquiesce to you. Polite, you're in Hollywood. When you, step out of the, when you step out of the race or when you step out of your house your house on a hoverboard or when you just step out of your sneakers, when you show up in your proper self, what do they do? They bow down. They don't, they don't bow down. They bow down like how a child does to its parent. Now, if anybody now, has, if, has, if anybody has ever traveled with a hip hop star or an athlete through airports and through tour dates and anywhere around America and around the world, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm part of the entourage. They bow down to everybody. They don't even care. When you come in the airport, they don't know where the star is. You're just showing up with this energy about yourself, this surety. Everybody's just bowing down. Everybody, there's a problem with no one. I promise you. And that's where Harry felt in that building. He looked into the eyes of the pineal glands of the whole audience because he talked about pineal gland, nigga. It's a pineal gland looking at you, Harry. Everyone's activated. What do you yeah, he's on, about? he was tripping, man. He was melting him aside, and we had Harry shut. Yeah, how much? How 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 was the armed security detail shook? Do you know you how they know. shook, Sammy? <clears throat> Because they never felt the energy like that before. Nice. They never and they knew right. the behavior. They thought we was goons. They thought we was monkeys. They, they didn't know that they was coming amongst a group of elite, um, intelligent, hood, hip-hop, sophisticated savages. I mean, you know, some of them were in the crowd, but I'm talking yeah. about gods and goddesses. You know what I'm saying? Kings and queens, we were in our royalty. Bro, we were acting why, like they wasn't even there. That's why when people seen the clip, short clip, and they like, oh, this is some monkey stuff. These are animals. Because they see us turned yeah, up, yeah, yeah, black yeah, power, <laughs> white man on the floor. But you see, this is what it is. They need to see the audacity. He brought in the fucking detectives who drove on the block opposite side of the street, slanted, popped out the car with the little red light on the dash, and came out with the rabbi. Now, what people don't know is he put a post out a few hours before the event, and this is what happened. He called and said he wanted to do a stream, and he wanted to charge. I said, there is no way on a contract. you calling me the day of the event. Don't start that craziness, Harry. Come on. I'm chilling. So I said, this is what people do on debate day. They try to rattle my nerves and come up with weird shit. I'm used to this. Just like just like when you seen on the video with him trying to third round, you seen me go with it. So I was like, hell no. I was like, I, I don't mind. We can make it fair. And if that's what he wanted to do, let's just make the best of it. See, I keep it cool because I don't want to take it away from the family. And I know I'm always prepared to make adjustments. But no matter what, I'm not going to come out complaining. My opponent is going to come out with the conspiracy theories. 
But this time, what I said I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that ass is taped. So I had my man in the back. I said, yo, tape this shit because he's trying to switch things up. And if Harry yo, keep talking, and, and Harry keep talking crazy, I really show the other shit where he's like, he didn't want to spin. His people didn't want to, his people didn't want to live knowing they gave us any money. I said, what you talking about? They, we can't give y'all no money. So yo, we need man, to do our on. own stream. This shit is crazy. <clears throat> Harry really came in. I got to say it again because I played it again. This motherfucker really came in our house thinking that we were little children, like we were fucking little kids. He said, I want to talk about the pineal gland. I'm quoting him now because I I did it again. I want to talk about the pineal gland. Um, How many people have ever heard of the pineal gland? And that's when our people started laughing at him. When y'all see this video go up, you got to look at the shit that this motherfucker coming with, man. Bro, like he damn near was telling us children. to use... Bro, he damn near was telling us the only way we as a people can talk to God is if we use drugs. Watch this shit. When y'all see this video, y'all going to see what I'm saying. He was in, he was intimating that the only way we're going to have a God experience is if we use some kind of psychedelic drugs that releases the DMT. Now, I know he don't teach that amongst his Jewish friends, but for some reason, he kept making drug connections with us in order for us to communicate with God. When you watch it, you're going to say, man, no matter how much he doesn't yell or scream, he's a racist piece of shit. And what I'm telling you is this. I put him to sleep. I was very nice with him throughout the course of negotiations because you can't do business any otherwise. No matter who you have to do business with, no matter what race, you got to keep it 100 and maintain the integrity of the business by sustaining your professionalism with the other party. Because since I'm a debater and I'm, and I'm also a promoter, that's the only way I can be. So that's why I am the way I am. But when I get in the ring, it is what it is. So he calls and is like, yo, <clears throat> we're going to be having our own paying stream. And I'm like, come on, man. That sounds crazy. How are you going to do that? And we got to pay the bills. You're not a promoter. You're not marketing. You're just contributing to the event. It's part of the show. Yo, if that don't happen, then I ain't doing nothing. <clears throat> you know, we're going we gonna to charge on our end. So I said, I dare you. He said, dare me or what? I said, just know it's going to be a problem. What do you mean by that? I said, I'm brother polite. I'm head of the crowd of the supreme grand apperception of our new covenant community. I'm a very peaceful brother. I don't mean to offend you whatsoever. All I'm telling you is that if you're going to communicate with my kind, since you're telling me about your kind, you're telling me your kind is not going to sleep good at night if they know they patronized us to watch an event that we put on, not y'all. Y'all want to make money off of something you didn't put on. So I said, since we're talking about each other's kind, I'm going to tell you about my kind. Harry, I don't give a fuck. If I find out you're trying to sell this shit, you're stealing, you're taking money out of our pocket, <clears throat> I dare you to show the fuck up. So he says, okay, um, what we can do, uh, how about if I just got my own people, this, that, and the third, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I said, it's not a threat. <clears throat> I said, I just would like to see you show up in my face and do whatever the hell you want to do with an event we work so hard to promote. So what he does, he sends out a, a mass email and says, uh, I don't want none of my friends and family to come. 
because of security and the threat and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, look, so he says, and um, we're going to do a stream for free because Sarnetta and Polite, they don't want to do it for free. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker said the Jews felt uncomfortable putting money in our pockets and they can't put money in our people's pockets. That's what he told us. So I told him, fuck him. Because he didn't have to tell me that. You know what he could have said? He could have said, yo, I would like to do a, a paying stream. That's what he could have said. And you know what? He's, if he said, yo, I would like to do a paying stream for some of the people on my side, maybe cover some up. Yo, I would have been like, all right, fuck it. <clears throat> but he comes to me, and he feels like he has to tell me that we can't give it to your people. See, when you do that, that's that slick shit you're doing with a smile on your face talking nice to me. So I said, man, fuck you, man. So now it became a matter of security. No one could come through. So he pops out the car, calls me first, like, yo, yeah, my security's coming out. And, you know, is it okay if we check around the place? I said, oh, okay, so you're trying to play slick. So he comes out with his guns. But guess what? Brother Polite got way more guns on him. And I made it clear to his security, y'all need to talk to our guns. Everybody that's carrying a gun, y'all should talk to our guns. So those little four white boys, pale as can be, Mr. Harry, who has all these black people that love and support him, chooses to get four pale cops to protect him that will have no empathy for the black lives that's in the building should shit get too contentious. But luckily for Brother Polite, I got six black guns. So we good. And my motherfucking best. So we good. And 40 motherfucking soldiers behind me. We good. God was not going to let that nigga outnumber us. Tell people, people like, oh, why you wearing the best? Because there's crackers in the building. And I'm going to be turned the fuck up. And our people going to be turned the fuck up. And they may not know how to respond. And we're not taking no L's. That was going to be a day we would have fucking won. I'm telling you that now. We was prepared. We was prepared to, to protect our people. Because the white man is in there and he's a fucking liar. He'll put a gun in a nigga's hand and say that he committed suicide. I don't trust him. And I knew not to trust him the very second I seen all those white cops he came with. That's when I knew. I said, look at this motherfucker. He don't care about us. Because he would have came with some of those black people he keeps saying support him. But it was all good. So when, yeah, he, when he tried to when he tried, listen to this, real quick, when he tried to come in with the intimidation factor with four pale white cops, do you know how stupid they felt when I had introduced them to all my people? You feel me? Like y'all not the only ones that's armed and you outnumbered. You surrounded, motherfucker. So y'all could play. And we was in warrior mode. No fucking smiling with them, no no laughing, no joking. It was warrior mode. So I'm like, nigga, we're not giving you no wins. We're not giving you a Hebrew win, no language fucking win, no race win, no security win. We're not getting no fucking wins, man. People don't even understand how the fuck we bossed up that day. People don't understand how we bossed up that day. If I could really go through some of the nuances, but I won't. It'd be incriminating. But people don't even understand how we applied fucking pressure. And I'm going to tell you something. We can see the fear in all the white boys' face. I put it on my motherfucking life. Because they was looking and they were saying to themselves, who the fuck is this dark-skinned nigga? Got these motherfuckers huge as hell, walking around with guns. Nigga got a vest on. Yeah, y'all ain't intimidating us. Y'all not doing that to us that day. So I had a free fucking mind. I knew my people would be safe. Because we made sure our security stayed by their security. 
and then our security can look at their security and my security because surround me, surround the people. Come on, man. Like, trust me. We made sure. If one of them would even try some stupid shit, our professionals would have been able to usher our people out while our other professionals would have did what they had to do. But they wasn't about to set us up that day. Because I guarantee you, if our security wasn't locked in, if they didn't feel our presence, if they didn't know our demeanor and our energy, trust me, <clears throat> they would have tried some intimidation shit with us, yo. They would have tried it. They was only humbled. They was only humbled because they knew for the first time in their motherfucking life, they didn't come numbered. They went in there thinking, yeah, four of us, we're going to make this statement. You know, we gonna, you know, he talk all that shalom Hebrew, all that slick shit. Get into one little phone conversation with the motherfucker, and he got to bring these fucking uh, policemen to the fucking joint. And he thought that would be solid. You should see the look on his face when I say, yo, I would like your guns to meet my guns. They're like, what? Yeah, y'all got guns, right? I would like you to meet my guns. And notice, you know, because there's more of us than y'all, so I just want y'all on point. I don't want your feelings to kill. And then here goes the rest of my brothers. Before the end number, I decided to leave the rest outside because we got to have space. We don't want the firemen shutting us down. They was looking like, yo, what the fuck is this? And all my homies there, straight face, grilling them. Like, I wish y'all niggas would. They feel it. So people don't understand when we, when I do the black power chant, and then you see the whole building behind us, you got to be saying to yourself, not only are they able to handle themselves without the building, but goddamn, they got the whole fucking building in here. On top of it, on top of it, this nigga bold enough in front of these white cops who notoriously are known for trying to assert themselves and impose their will on black people. Not only this nigga got the nerve to make a white man bow down in front of us, pale white cops, and put him on his knees and say that you are a mutant and you are a piece of shit. The white man is a piece of shit and you are a mutant. Now say it and do it in front of the pale men that hold those guns to intimidate our black people. People don't understand what the fuck that was that day, man. The energy going through me that day, I swear if they would have popped off, we would have won, son. It would have been crazy. Crazy. I'm glad nothing happened. But you know what? They need to see that shit sometimes, bro. They need to see that we don't give a fuck, bro. They need to see you can't intimidate us with the concept of death. When a nigga know 98% of his life begins at death, there's only a 2% factor in this existence. You realize you can't compromise me. You can't sway a gun and, and have me fall back when you're trying to disrespect me. It was It's no better feeling. People don't even understand the zone that I'm in where I'm like, yo, these white cops came here. to and, and Look, our homies... They don't got to put their hand on their gun while Harry's teaching or I'm teaching. They, they're respectful. They don't have to show that. These fucking white boys was putting their hand by their gun every time Sinetta was walking and talking. You feel me? That's the type of mm. shit they was doing, son. People don't know. So for a nigga to put a white man down on his fucking knees and they like pay him, y'all niggas is always fucking dick riding me, yo. Always looking for some shit. Niggas see the big, young niggas would never have the fucking heart if you understood these fucking white cops came in to intimidate us with guns for me to put this white man down in front of them and say, man, you a, the white man is a piece of shit. You are a fucking degenerate and you a mutant. Now say it. And to do that in front of them and to boldly turn my back on them, knowing my people got me, 
And then to have the whole fucking room go black power, black power, to the top of their fucking room. Nigga, man, it's gonna take it's gonna take some time for people to realize what the fuck happened, yo. That shit, that shit made it look like black people had enough, and we ready, we ready. See, that's an image of power. Then you know, people like ah, how is that black power? We showing the oppressive force that with your fucking guns, if we organize enough. We're going to be bold as a motherfucker. You can't shut us down. Like, people need to see. That shit was a demonstration of black power. Because niggas always acting fucking scared. Niggas be shooting each other, and the white man come and they put their gun down and get locked up and do 35 to life. Just mm-hmm. like that. After, after raising their gun to their own brother. So, come on. Let's be for real. That shit right there was a hell of a demonstration, not just by us, not just by the security, but the crowd. The crowd could have been on some bitch shit. Like, yo, you know, there's cops in here. Man, that shit was like a big ass. It was like the world's biggest middle finger. That's what that whole situation was. It was the world's biggest middle finger to white police establishment. And I'm going to tell you, while niggas is sleeping on it and not understanding it, I'm telling you, white folks is assessing it and saying, that nigga a problem. Because that nigga just riled everyone up and made them forget about fear. Made them forget about all the police brutality and actually gave them hope. Like, yo, we could lead a charge right now. There you niggas are pop. I'm telling you, they was acting shady and we told the crowd, let's rush these motherfuckers. Man, <laughs> them niggas wouldn't even be thinking about shooting. They'd be trying to get the Not fuck out yet. of there. All you would see is their hands sticking out of a crowd like zombies <laughs> got them. Come on, bro. That shit was power. It felt good to intimidate the motherfuckers who've been trying to intimidate us for years. Fact. felt good knowing that they were the ones surrounded, that our people was in the balcony, oh, yeah. that our people oh, had yeah. all corners locked. Come Man, on, they bro. was in front of my table, me and Unc, because me and Unc was right there in front of the stage. So the whole Agent Smith detail was either in front of Amin Ross' table or the, um, the King's County table. And I promise you, B, they didn't even, they was like furniture. Like, my my suitcase was under my table. The Agent Smith was on the side of my table. You know what I'm saying? And then there was a chair that was across from my... It, it was the same thing because they didn't even exist. They didn't even exist, bro. Yeah, Paul, move to the side. Let my customers eat. And my, my table was popping. Yeah, and I remember we was all clicking. So all they were seeing was commerce. I think they could have been cashiers. We should have gave them a bag or something. Man, we got a chance to feel what a black (laughs) world would feel like, man. We got a chance to feel like what the the empire would be like. And that feeling, I like that feeling so much. That shit got me waking up every day like we need that. That shit got me more on my militant shit. Like, nigga, I ain't gas. But that feeling of knowing that, yo, we could have let a motherfucking charge. And we already knew the enemy was scared. Yeah. He was. He had guns and he was scared. He came in to intimidate us, and they were scared. They, you had to think, they would have felt more safe if they didn't have a gun on. Psychologically, you got to understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. By them just even having the guns made them insecure. Like, damn, we done alarmed these motherfuckers, and it's not working. This is the only thing I've ever had in my life as a pale white man that I really can use to intimidate these motherfuckers. And now they just took that away. They got us outnumbered. They got the whole shit surrounded. Their security's on the balcony with guns. They down on the floor with guns. Everybody got the four corners lit and everything in between it. And this motherfucker putting us down on the floor and making us quote and and, and chant all sorts of crazy shit about who I am, the man with the gun, as a white man, and how I ain't shit. 
and everyone is going along with it. Like, black out, black out, black out. Man, trust me. The fear in these mother. And I'm going to tell you, when they came in, they wasn't on their high shit. When they left, I'm not going to lie to you. One of them gave me a, a handshake, like, uh, good night. But when he came in, he had nothing to say. They was acting mm-hmm. like they didn't want to talk. All they wanted to do was grill you. When they left, they was hey, they nodding, peace, yeah, they, and stiff yeah. my hand. Like, nah, nigga, now you're coming with a power. Son, at some point, they just was enjoying themselves. I ain't going to front. That's true, yo, too. Yo, real talk, because they were <laughs> I seen them kicking me with security at some point. You know what you, you know what I mean? Like, what's the defeat happened? Energy, just though, man. And was like, yo. Does anybody want to buy a gun? It's like this. We're not even a violent people. You just took us there in the beginning, so we matched that shit, and then we overpowered you. But once you got to see how we are, you're like, damn, if we chill the fuck out, we can get out this bitch. You see what I'm saying? Normally, it could be one pale man and thousands of black people, and everybody like, get the fuck out that pale man's way. That'd be our attitude. Like, yo, that one white man got a gun and a badge. Get the fuck out of his way, even though we outnumber him. That was that feeling mm-hmm. that day. Like, those niggas are behaving like we don't got a track record of killing them. You see, that whole energy is different when you're not showing that intimidation. And they respect that. They respect when they that can't shit, smell man. fear. Yep. When, when it's, it's the rule of the jungle. When you smell fear, I don't care who it is. Because them Israelis... The, the Mossad and all of these phantom ass wizard of the odds, you know these these people that people creating your mind, they little fucking hairy men, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And they're not intimidating at all. They're so like me, old Jewish, they're Jewish men like Harry, who says, oh, "I can't I'm just a no tell you that motherfucker tried to he tried to extort me, tried to make it like if I don't get my way on the date of the event to make this money, then I ain't going to do it anyway." Then I say I'm not going for it. Then you use deceit. Say I don't want my family to come because I need security. So now you're putting a message online as a Jew as though your life has been threatened. Try to extort me and make it where the people will turn against me because you tell them I didn't want to do a stream for free. Like we should be discussing a contract the day of the event when in fact you told me your people are not going to be pleased if they have to pay my people. They can't mm-hmm. pay my people. So you want to set up a stream. Kalam, Kalam can tell you this. Kalam from UK can tell you this. Because we discussed mm-hmm. it. Because he talked to Kalam to try to talk to me. I'm like, yo, he got to talk wow. to me. I record that. So Kalam passed the message. I'm like, Kalam, what the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like, it ain't me. It ain't me. This is He just asked me to talk to you about it. So Kalam can tell you. He'll keep it funky and say, yo, he said his people can't pay our people. So I'm supposed to negotiate with a motherfucker telling me that? Wow. I'm like, man, I turned up. Like, I dare you try it, nigga. I dare you. What that mean? I say, I'm brother polite. I'm a very peaceful person. I'm just saying I would like to see you come up, show up in person, and do that. Then I say, you know what? You can, if you want to push something to you, do a show going. But you're not just going to sell no stream like that and compete against us. And knowing you as a Jew, you can try to devalue it, sell it cheaper than what we're doing, try to kill the game, and then make you make yourself look like a savior to our people. Because, like, nigga, get the fuck out of here with that. You ain't doing that. So now it's like, yo, can I just give it to some people for free? Cool, just don't take me. So that's why people seen some streams there. They're like, yo, polite, they sabotaged you. They, they showed the stream, but they kept taking you off. 
I told them, you can't watch me. You can't tape me. Me, that shit, tape you. That's what you do. So, you know, he was he was mad because he couldn't get his way on short notice. Didn't tell people he didn't want to do it for free when he know he was trying to extort us, so free was his next route. Then create a situation because of security, my friends and family, everyone, I don't need y'all to come. So he was setting the stage for blacks to get killed. That's what I'm telling you. That shit, that email that I didn't even know went out, that, that thing that he put online, and we're going to do a, 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 a show about it and really show people the nature of this motherfucker, try to create a volatile condition, all because I wouldn't let him extort me. He then turns around and says, well, I'm going to turn up on him, and I'm going to make it like my life is threatened. But if he felt his life was so threatened, why are you telling all your friends and family not to come so you could come? What the fuck kind of weird shit is that? Friends and family don't come because of security reasons. But I'm still coming? You should just not come to the event because you was your life is threatened. You see what I'm saying? So that's I'm trying to show people, like, yo, look at the shit that I got to deal with, and I still demonstrate it. And then he comes in with all white, the whitest cops you can ever find with the military crew cuts out the DT cars himself. Like, this nigga's connected. Then he popped out the DT car. I was outside. He popped out, boom, with the red light on the dash, black car, tinted, boom. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Just like that. So I said, oh, you got me marked as, like, probably threatening your life. And now you got these... DT's coming out. He says Secret Service, whatever. So like, I'm like, yo. Somebody has to address how the hell did he wind up on the Channel 9 News for finding swastikas stickers in the train station the day before. Let's see what I'm Can we talk about that? Someone has to address how Zion Lex is so connected with him and how the fuck is he supporting the Talmud? You see? This shit is crazy. There's a lot of questions in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> And then, like I said, any Hebrew still, yeah. My um, my line got clipped for a second, and I just got back in. But I have a one main question. I don't know if it was asked already. What happened to Zion Lex? So why he's weird, man. He never shows up when Harry shows up. So much so that my man Rich told me that Harry said he felt like Zion set him up because he don't show up every time. Him, him and I got to deal with each other. So I don't know. Zion's, he's weird. I have no idea what that's about. Well, he didn't show up to the weigh-in the first time. And he was he was invited and more than welcome. God, and and that was, was that Harry came all the way from Israel and showed up. And he didn't show up. Wow. Now, the same man that, you know, we used to leverage this agreement or broker this deal with Harry, so to speak, he didn't show up for the event either. But he shows up for the Kinetic World Conference and all the other stuff, but he don't show up for this event. I'm like, man, this guy, he's just weird. So I don't I don't blame Harry for being paranoid in that capacity. But, you know, that ain't got nothing to do with me. He show he don't. But if I was Harry, I would think that's a little suspect. But that's Harry's sentiment. You know, I'm just I'm just telling people, you know, when we say we teach and our life is on the line, y'all have no idea. So when I hear Negroes saying, y'all heard Polite had a bulletproof vest on. The police got it on. Why can't I? You think all them white boys that came in there didn't have a vest on? So why are you trying to lighten me up? 
it's okay for them to have one on. I can't have one on. I don't got the track record of killing their race. They got the track record of killing ours, and they're wearing the vest. So how the fuck you trying to disarm me? So you see, this is what we got to deal with, bro. Niggas is complaining. Oh, he paid the white boy. <laughs> so you, you know what? You find you a white boy. Paid everything because I'm making money. Everything I do, I paid my way to man, cut it the fuck out. Cut it out. It's a white man that say, yo, he follows what I do. He got love. I said, okay, one day I'm going to put you to task. He said, I want to start coming to your events. I said, okay, if you do, I got to make a check out of you. That's all it is. Fact. So I ain't got to pay nobody to fucking do no. It, how many white no, people no, can you no. find? Hold even on. if I pay, listen, even if I paid no. a white guy to do it, you still got to say, damn, that's because who the fuck can you find to do that shit in front of all these fucking people? Harry said you went to five more. What's Harry said you went to five more. Let me get him polite. Let me get him. How dare How dare you niggas have the audacity to ever say anything about how we use the Caucasian? When it's when when you motherfuckers oh, were signed up to the armies, you motherfuckers were signed up to the law enforcement departments. Anything that you do to get down with they team to get a flag put on your shoulder, you'll catch a body for them. You'll wash a whole nation for them. You're gonna kill every brown person around the fucking United the world in the name of that cracker. The minute crackers get down and want to become a Black Lives Matter or a Panther, they want to get down with any organization. You, you made it like never a conspiracy. The only thing I made them do is pay our phone bills. You never made them catch bodies for you. You never made them wash anything for you. You made them. You never made them denounce the white race or for you. You never made them wash another white person for you. Okay? And y'all got white people in y'all organizations and they never did nothing in the name. But when black people want to get down, you black women, if you want to ever get around white men, I seen, I, I, I saw what they do to you online. Okay? I see how they do y'all. Anytime y'all want to get into Hollywood, they got a couch for you. And I saw how they do y'all. Yes. Yes. All right? They put fists up your ass and all kind of things and all sisters that don't belong there if you want to get on their team. But if there's a white guy, he says, yo, the information is waking me up. Well, God damn it, guess what? You're going to you gonna play your part then. We're going to put you to task. You go out. I ain't going to go further with it. But, bro, you know, that's, that's what it is. Any of these niggas. No, listen to what a Negro say, a Hebrew brother, of course. Damn, and look on the, the eyes of those poor innocent black people believing in this fraud who paid this actor, actor like he's in Hollywood or something, who paid this actor to get on the... Listen, black people get paid all the time to make a fool of their fucking race. Oh, so man. now you want to create a conspiracy. <laughs> and I didn't even pay him. I didn't pay him. If I did, I'd tell you, because you know what? My shit's still Gucci if I did. I would say, yeah, I paid him. I think that would be worse. Because it'd be like he sold his soul. <laughs> or if he had, whatever. But you see me? I just keep it a buck. He pays me reparations every month for the last year. I got a reparations link on my site for white people if they want to pay. If you need an interview with him to say that one day, he'll do it. I got 10 white people that pay me reparations, yo. That's what I do. I don't talk about killing white people. Y'all know my flavor. I don't talk about that shit. I ain't into that shit. I'm talking about putting the mental game down. You niggas talking about the murder game. And you get Mm. caught once you out this bitch. Now, and now, like... At that event, 
shit, the murder game could have popped. Because, you know, if you did what the fuck we had to do. And it would have been a statement. And I believe everybody would have walked out that bitch like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word up. That's just the energy we was rolling with that day. That shit felt great. People don't even a, know. Like, ooh, that's that a ballroom. Maybe we'd have made a few tables out. Yo, get the knives and the forks out. I don't know. What happened to her? Yo, that shit right there? Bro, people, I never felt some, something so powerful. Yeah, just the thought that some, Just the thought that they came to intimidate us and realize they ain't even have much more guns than us. And shit was legal guns. Just the thought they had to say, look at this motherfucking nigga walking around with his vest. Like, we got the star. Now, mm-hmm. look, this this nigga polite. I got security. The police don't got security. You see what I'm saying? You see how different that energy is? Who's securing you, nigga? You a shooter. My, my shooters got shooters walking in pairs. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, that shit's crazy, <laughs> boy. The only nigga who didn't have a pair was the nigga on the balcony. And he's the only one on the balcony with a ratchet. Do you understand? Like, nigga, like, come on. They looking at me like, this nigga crazy. Like, what the fuck? And he wanted to make sure that we know this is shooters. And they got to say to themselves, this nigga might be on this auto war shit. Show us six shooters. Yeah, I just want you to know that these guys got guns too. Everybody's black on our end, definitely. They got to be in their head like, damn. This nigga might have a few more guns in this motherfucker, only showing us six. Yeah, uh, this guy, it's I just want you to know, he's going to be on the balcony, and these two will be over there, and those two will be over there. And that shit right there, you got to think to yourself, like, damn. Them niggas was there like, yo, we're a target. Like, we, if we even try to play that crazy shit, we don't even really, in this crowded-ass motherfucker that we stepped into, they got to be saying to themselves, Harry set us the fuck up. Word. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, we might charge this nigga extra on the on the back end. But Hell yeah, that's, you show strategy, though, like, brother. That was the most you difficult six hours of my life. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. People don't people mm-hmm. don't know the the mental game that's going on in the middle of what they just see to be a debate and worrying about this white man is bowing down. They don't understand what's on the line. The motherfuckers can just be like, this antagonist motherfucker, fuck you, nigga. Hey, you know? But, you know, it's just the spirit and the energy. I'm not trying to antagonize them, but I can't be lessening what the fuck I got to teach. Because they there, so when people like, man, you all turned up. I got to be turned up because where I'm from, if a nigga come to try to intimidate me, I got to boss the fuck up. Or he going to start wow. leaning on me. And I can't leave there knowing that they feel they one up on me. What the fuck is the purpose of all this shit? all security and all guns and everything I came with. I didn't come unprepared. So that's why I said, yo, he tried to he try to play game. Act like he's innocent, smiling, Harry that wants to globally unite everybody and then show up with four fucking guns. With, held by four pale people who automatically would resonate in our heart and mind as killers of our race. Who made it clear we're holding guns on our hip. They couldn't stress it enough that we have guns on our hip. Mm. They couldn't. They couldn't stress it enough. While my homies and them is just like they wear long coats and we good. We ain't trying to. We ain't trying to show nobody no fucking guns. Who does that? Cowards do that. 
cowards want to show you. I'm telling you, every time Sa got up and moved, I'm like, yo, they must have told, they must have said some shit about Sa. Because they made it their duty every time Sa walk around. Put your hand on the gun. Sa would tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Sa would tell you that, man. But, you know, it is what it is. Maybe the only reason they ain't playing the game with me is because I introduced them to my shooters. I don't know. But, you know, I know they got debriefed something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, this is just crazy. But I'm glad. I'm just happy. I'm happy. That shit was a win on so many levels. People don't date us and make us feel like we can get bodied if we try to go too fucking hard. He did the nigga shit, the ultimate nigga shit for the debate. That's what I'm saying. Right. Killed that shit, man. Killed it. That's why that first round had to be the way it was, man. We had to solidify it the way it was solidified. And anybody complain about that? And that's why, and that's why the ending had to be it was the way it was as well. Facts, facts, mm-hmm. like fuck y'all, man. That's I why people that don't get it. Turning red, that motherfucker was red, man. You don't know my family. You don't know my daddy. <laughs> Niggas crying, <laughs> and they don't even understand. They like, got classic Sinetta. They you don't understand. Me to introduce myself. Yo, they don't even understand that we. We like to turn up. Like, we, when you from our race, we don't be wanting no drama, none of that. But then when you invite us to it, we have all sorts of fun with it. That's why I'm like, yo, Harry better stop talking because he ain't creative, man. Like, yo, we, boy, I'm, I was prepared. I know he's a liar. The Thomas said you can lie to non-Jews. It says you can underpay them. It says they're animals. If you have sex with them, I have sex with an animal. It says... If a non-Jew works for you, you shouldn't be crying or mourning. It says that if you're three years and a day old, you can have sex with that girl. It's this the shit in they joint. So I already know I'm dealing with a moralist motherfucking people. I know that. So that's why I made sure nigga always being recorded and cameras is always on. In my car, cameras are on. My mans have their cameras on them. I'm like, that's the next best thing to a gun. I'm like, y'all not setting me up for shit. I don't trust y'all. That's why when he came in the room, all discussions, recorded. My whole fucking day, recorded, camera around me everywhere I go. He come in the room, he could think he's smart, camera's already in there. So his jackass don't even know that racist shit he was saying, I got on tape. He doesn't even know, that's how stupid he is. And I'm just waiting, because that's the type of person I am. I waited out four or five months, let him talk crazy, wait till he finally get exhausted. Call my bluff. Anytime I tell somebody I got some shit, I never lied. We catch this racist ass right out there. Mister, my people don't want to pay you. <laughs> they can't, they, they can't be paid. They can't pay y'all. What the fuck you mean? They just, they can't pay y'all. They can pay me. They can't pay your people. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. they can't pay and my people. Then. Yeah, then that disqualifies you. Are, that's damn near forfeit, forfeit right there. Yeah. You you acquiesce to the title of the debate. Well, How could you even come and talk about any god if your people wouldn't portray to share the wealth? Not even the wealth, a regular fee. We pay some. Yeah, we pay your. We pay your 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 uh, your redistribute rent. You want to fuck that's what I'm saying. His own people, these are, we remember family, we drove to their hood, the Hasidic hoods. And, and they looked at y'all like y'all was nuts. 
animals straight like that. When even look at when they did look at us, they you looked at us like we. Yep. But when we were looking at them, so I never tell you. You thought you yeah. was in a fucking cave. It looked like you were driving through right. Pennsylvania or something. People like vampires, B. I promise you. Right. It's, it's a scary thing. Right. I hate to be out there at night, bro. Yes. Can you give us yeah, more talk. insight and information about your trip to Israel? What was that like? Oh, man. It was an ultimate experience. And I realized it was the ultimate hoodwink. That all this stuff that my brother's been talking about. I know why they don't go to the so-called Holy Land. There's nothing there but stories. There's nothing there but stories. The best thing they got going for them is a wall that if, you know, you stood on my shoulders and one more dude climbed, took a jump, we'd be on top of the wall. That's the most they got. You know, and a bunch of papers stuck in between it where people write their prayers and their wishes to God and hope he responds. Like, it's every rock got a story, man. I, I went out there. I enjoyed the the Dead Sea, you know, or the Black Sea. You know, it was cool. I went to Damascus where Jesus was in the garden hiding, purportedly. I went to where he was crucified at a holy church, the sepulchre, and where his tomb is, so-called, but, of course, it's renovated. It's all new. I, I went to the Hebrews' most highly revered cemetery filled with rocks and adjacent to the Mount of Olives. Jesus was at and he wept and cried because he can see clairvoyantly that one of God's temples was going to be destroyed, located on the same floor where God used the first rock to initiate creation, also which is the same spot where Abraham was told to kill Isaac. Also, to your right, literally a few feet from it, the Dome of the Rock where Prophet Muhammad ascended, as they say he did. You know, all of this with four minutes space. And then I went to King David's tomb. And that would have been all right if the floors wasn't all renovated and they have a brand new casket in that bitch with a newly found Israeli flag over it. But I was willing to accept it anyway until I found out if you go on the second floor, that's where Jesus had his last supper. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this, a religious amusement park? Everything is like layered over each other and just a few minutes apart. So, you know, it, it was it was crazy. I can show you it. So... <laughs> Yo, but you know, people people can get mad, but guess what? I can actually show you. I can show you the rocks and the stories they tell around it. And this is where Jesus died. He fell on this rock, and this is where he got left. So we're going to showcase the glass. We're going to get a glass showcase, and we're going to put the rock right inside of it and tell everyone this is a 2,000-year-old <laughs> rock. And if you look at the rock, it's a rock. But they're like, yo, but this is not any rock. It's a 2,000-year-old rock. And Jesus died on it. And, you know, I ain't going to front. I play the fool. I stretch my arms out, yawning, to emulate the cross simultaneously. My wife got nervous. She said, stop doing that. That's what I said. All right. So I went, so, I went where his minus, body was hanging. Minus, hold on. Minus. 
to DMT, you didn't feel close to God when you was in Israel? Uh, no. In fact, I got on tape where the Jews was trying to offer me all sorts of drugs and alcohol. And one of them was fucking gay. I got it on tape. A gay Jew trying to get me to come to the bar when I'm with my wife so we can drink. And then I said, I don't drink. You smoke? I said, I don't smoke. Smoke weed? I don't smoke weed. Come on, man. You can't be acting like that. I'm like, in the holy land? We're only in Jerusalem, nigga. I'm here thinking. And me, I got more respect. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? He's crazy. But, you know, don't worry. (laughs) You're going to see it on the epilogue. And it's a shame I didn't do the third round, but I believe Harry did not want to do the third round because not only did he see, he just saw I was overly prepared. Because in his mind, he said, yeah, I'm going to tell them about what's going on in Jerusalem. He must have known, oh, shit, this dude went to Jerusalem. Shit, he signed Lex me. Damn. He had to have in his mind, I don't know how much more further did this dude go. Because if he taped any of the spiritual sites I'm talking about, then he got a lot of footage of a lot of rocks. And I'm going to look like an asshole when I start talking. So, you know, I, that's one of the reasons I think he didn't want to do the third round. Second reason I believe he didn't want to do the third round, because I don't believe he's astute in Hebrew. I just don't believe it. You know, because that's that should at least be his strength. See, I don't buy that because he's pale, he's white, he's Jew. He knows language. That, that shit don't, I, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it, man. It's nothing like being knowledgeable in something and knowing I have the upper hand. You don't know how much depth I have, but everyone assumes you have depth. That can work to your disadvantage if there's an actual showdown. You feel me? So I, I enjoy it. <clears throat> Just like when Zion go, you don't know Hebrew. You don't know Hebrew. And he breaks down the same fucking gematria every time he talks. What nature represents and what hand represents and all that does is tell me, I know what you're doing. Or, or when you got the other Hebrew brothers, when they start speaking Hebrew. All they do is what? Recite a Hebrew prayer that they learn over and over again and use it as an example. Like, let's say I say this Hebrew prayer right here. Would you understand what I'm saying? They do this shit over and over. And all that does is tell people like myself, oh, shit, I'm going to have you. I smell blood. That's what it does. It tells me I smell blood. But I like I like that blood on a big stage. I humble myself every conversation because I, I dare. I dare somebody. <laughs> I damn as much as I damn with the Medunetcha. Bring me into a debate and try to play me. I swear to you. Come on, nigga, I rap in four different languages. And people that know me know that it's true. People that know me. People that buy my DVDs, they hear what languages I'm rapping in. Rapping. And my shit sound like hip-hop. You ain't got to know what I'm saying. He has a hip-hop cadence in these proto-Semitic languages. So come on, bro. But I, I, I'm humble. Yo, does he really speak those languages? Just check out the language that I put out. Are you kidding me? And my man raps in my language. My man Ali, Jimmy Cliff's son. So come on, man. People don't know. I just be humble because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, you put all your cards on the table, then shit ain't exciting. It's nothing like someone saying, you know, Polite may have scholarship, but he don't got field work. And Dr. Ben said he don't want you in Egypt in the mind. He wants you in the field. There's nothing like 
not letting a nigga know your cards. So when he talks stupid, got him. Like having the white man say, yeah, but you got to go to the Holy Land. Because if you ain't see the Holy Sites yourself on the Holy Land, then, you know, you're missing a lot. And nothing like showing him how stupid he is for saying that. Yeah, I've been there. And I went to those Holy Sites. See, there's a that's a feeling that I'm not willing to give up by putting all my cards on the table. I just wait until a great opportunity. There's going to be another rabbi because the way I cooked his fucking ass, it was only designed so I can get me a, a, a thorough rabbi. I, I want someone who's willing to be the, known as the racist that they actually are. I want an unapologetic Torah and, and Babylonian Talmud type of Jew. One that's going to let you know I'm keeping up with all the ways. Not no political Jew who don't want to be clear on the fact that he's a pedophile. I want the real Jew who's going to say everything else but pedophile. But we'll let you know, yeah, I practice that shit. Fuck that. That's who I need. So I said, I'm going I'm to cook this motherfucker. I'm going to cook him so much that they're going to want to redeem themselves. And I did them try. Try your little Hebrew shit on me. Because I don't come unloaded. I'm going to come with your people to qualify my stance, qualify my stance by myself. Your people will get two minutes just to say, yep, correct. Just what the Negroes need to hear a white person say, yep, he's right. Hmm. But, bro, I don't stop. So this debate is not over for me. I'm training because in my mind, somebody's going to want me next. So I'm already training. I'm studying hard every single day. And I just learned some new shit about these so-called diphthongs in Hebrew. Man, trust me, bro. I'm on some other shit. Trust me. People don't have a clue. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a war path. I'm on a rampage to show that they can't fuck with us mentally. The best thing I got going for me is my nigga ways. Because my nigga ways... It's like a cloak or a veil to my intelligence so I could suck at they fucking ass into thinking they could deal with us. And they get in that ring, however they come, no matter how good they are, I'm going to be that much more greater. I'm going to inspire the youth. I'm telling you, it probably take me two more years. But you're going to see our youth menacing them with the intellect. The motherfuckers going to start a war with us when they see the power of our minds again. You think they got a war on blacks right now? Watch when we keep kicking their ass in academia. Trust me, bro. I know what I'm talking about, because they can't stand that shit. They don't like that. We could beat them at anything. They've accepted the fact that they're not more athletic. But they've been been cheating their way into academia, and now they're starting to believe that we're inferior. And now now they're being stripped of that shit, too. Yeah. Not a game, bro. I'm on a mission. That's what I'm doing in this this life. One of the things I'm doing in this lifetime is I'm gonna kick white people's ass, Chinese people, Hindu, whoever the fuck they are. This is dope. This is dope. Sure. That we can compete, but I'm not trying to regular right. compete. It gotta be landslide, and it gotta be done the way we would do it. I got to make it like, yo, this guy is just dancing around the ring on him, killing him. He ain't even sweating. He ain't even thinking hard, and he's killing him. That's the way we got to do it. Got to be clear decision, unanimous. Got to be knockout. You got to see the divide. It got to be where their own people say, I want to try him again. 
Yo, let's get the fourth rabbi in this bitch. <laughs> to the point we just start passing them around in the community. Like, yo, we got enough knowledge circulating here. One of y'all can take it up. But I know what? Dr. Ben, call it Muhammad. All I had in my mind, all I had in my mind was like, yo, I got to do this bigger and better than we ever seen it before. I got to show people the possibility of millions of our people being witness that they can't compete. We got to make this a, a custom. Hopefully we could year to year wash these motherfuckers up. Not every 20 years, every 10 years, the niggas forget. Then children grow for 10 years and don't know their history, don't know that what their potential is in contrast to other races. Let's, let's create an army of intellects because once you know you have that mind power, everything else follows. I'm telling you, they deal with us, yo. There's no better feeling than knowing that the people that have been teaching you that you're inferior, when you finally put it to task and it's recorded for everyone to see, you see that white man bitch the fuck up. And you know clearly no one intimidated him. He came to intimidate us. You know clearly no one came there on some, yo, we just going to be rowdy. No, he got his applause when he deserved an applause. He got an applause, I think, twice in there. People gave it up to him, so he can't even front. That showed you who our people are. He got his applauses when he earned it. He just couldn't sustain it. And in his mind and his heart, he got to come up with all sorts of racist reasons why it didn't work. Or, you know, he's doing this with the crowd, and he's, he has an agenda. And he's, uh, boy, we've heard it from the homies. You ain't doing nothing new. You think you're doing something new trying to break down why it didn't work for you. Stop complaining, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> he think he's saying something new. He on the penal gland shit again. Yo, he's... <laughs> Yo, how many of you know where, where the penile gland is? I mean, nigga, you might as well ask this. Does anyone know what melanin is? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Melanin? Like, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a shot close. That's a step away from asking this if we know what melanin is. What the you fuck do you think we call this the conscious community? Yeah. I'm like, Zion didn't give him the conscious meme. He didn't know about the starter kit. That, that shows you that Zion is That shit shows you Zion's out the loop, too, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because if this is your mentor and he, he's coming out here, yo, how many of you know what Melon is? Bro, you can't start a debate off with no shit like that in a damn conscious community. That damn penile gland, that, yo, this shit is crazy. We almost throwing up every time we hear about the damn penile gland. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> and he rolled, so, he rolled that I mean, penile gland two rounds. What? We want to know, I'm sure the world wants to know, the listening audience as well, what's next for Brother Polite? What's next for Brother Polite is I got a very big celebrity church that I should be taking on, and we are in negotiations. And hopefully we can create our own form of summer madness. I would love to do it in August, and that's what I'm working on. Uh, it give me enough time to prepare, though I'm preparing for it right now. When it comes through, it's going to be amazing, and I'm looking to do it this time in a place that holds two to 3,000 seats. This time, I believe in more of our people can get paid. A lot of the vendors got paid, but at, at this point, where I could get two 3,000 seats, 
we can really create some jobs and, you know, hit people off. And then maybe we can have these kind of events more often if other people become more popularized and, and, and be consistent with their debates and not be afraid to show the showmanship instead of looking down upon it. You know, if we make it entertaining and highly educational, then we will create something unique and valuable enough for us to employ our own while also raising the stature of our race. And like I said, we can compete athletically. We need to show that we can compete intellectually. You know, it's a sport. That's all I say. And sports is good. Sports is good for growth. Psychology-wise, sports is good. So, you know, when people say how these debates are going to save the black community, no one said these debates were designed to save the black community as an exclusive means to get us out of our situation. You know, you put a, you put all that stuff on something we're doing, but everybody else could continue going to the church, going to the mosque, going to the synagogue. But you ask us, how are these debates saving us? But you don't shit on over. Come on, bro. Stop that. You just don't like us. Just tell the truth. You don't like us. So you keep asking that wacky-ass question. I'm saying it's, it's sport. And if you're not going to protest that people should stop watching and playing basketball, watching and, and participating in boxing and all the other sports, ask me to stop with the erection of an intellectual sport that demands study. What I do is a combination of spoken word, lecturing, you know, debating. It takes a lot. But because the art form is so new, it's rapidly evolving. And it's going to take some time for people to appreciate it. You know, right, right now, we're at a stage where people are mad when they see the crowd roaring at a debate. Conscious and conscious people shouldn't be excited when they hear well-researched and documented information. That's a fucking gift. That shit is a miracle. That's amazing that people are responding to information. Like, look, I'm breaking down the flag and saying, look, the white cloth is at the bottom, and then it's elevated. Then that which causes the flag to move is unseen, but has an effect on the physical world. And I'm going over all these glyphs associated with the flag, and you take it to a box and telling you that Netcher N is a prefix for agent, and then you're just dealing with church. You know what? Even, um, yo, Brother Red Pill and Blue Pill, you know yeah. that dude, Harry Rosenberg, didn't even want us to take a break so the people yo, could we get ahead and take their ends on the side. Polite had to come, yo, man, listen, man. Wow. We got to take a break because they participated. The vendors got to, got to get their money. So he goes on another radio show and said, yeah, that's all they was doing was trying to make money and doing this. Harry went out there slandering the whole shit, man. Yeah, and the, the money that we was trying to get made was for the vendors. Hold on. <clears throat> on a black Hebrew Israelite channel. He Calling three views, brother. And <laughs> his own people, man. And wow. calling them brother. He's calling three and, Jews yeah, on their brother. Up, called, it was Harry had three of his own brothers on the phone. It was three white Jews on was, Israel Doctrine programs this morning. And yeah. Israel opened up by saying, 
Hey, um, I'm glad to have my brothers in the building. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. He, he just thinking. Hopefully, they could adopt me and ship my ass out to Israel, and I never have to worry about my nigga problems. Yo, that nigga is horrible, man. I was there. I was. I was feeling bad. Like, damn, nigga, it's come down to this. Black Hebrews failed you so much that now you just you calling these guys brother and trying to get you a one way ticket to Israel. They'll tear his ass up in Israel. He lucky I ain't get a chance to deal with that third round, boy. I was gonna whip ass, boy. <laughs> Yo, he was like, my brothers are on the phone. I'm like, oh shit, there's no shame. I mean, I mean, the man refused to condemn circumcision by the mouth, sucking the blood and chewing the skin, the foreskin. He refused to, and, and he gets a show with one of these black men, He's a and, rabbi. He, and they get promoted as brother. Yep, but you're right. He's a rabbi, and rabbi in Hebrew means my master. So you know where he's at. When the Hebrews call Harry Rabbi, we know where they at. Damn, that shit was horrible. Though. I felt bad. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, my brothers. So I got my brothers on the phone. He looked so proud as he and these Jews talk badly about our black community. I said, oh, shit. I said, yo, this is a Jew that said he would leave if we cut to intermission because we said, yo, the vendors got to get paid. He's like, yo, let's just go straight through. I'm like, hell no. That's not fair to the vendors, man. They, we need to let people walk around and patronize. How long is it going to take? Ten minutes? We got to give them a half hour, man. I got to fly out. Then fly the fuck out. Have you already got rid of the third round? Get the fuck out of here. You're good. I'll do my presentation. You can get the fuck out of here. Catch your flight. I, I don't know so why you got to... Yeah, I find it so funny. That... I got the itinerary, right? Smack know he lying. Beasley know he lying. Because every time I sent something to Harry, I sent it to them. And it wasn't a blind copy. So... The itinerary, the itinerary for the event doesn't stop at 6 or 7 or fucking clock, man. Time of the rounds. And we were on time. The only thing that took us off the course, because he wants to create new contract provisions to throw away the third round because of a flight. And I'm like, yo, you knew you had the itinerary for the event this whole time. So why the day of the event do we have to now cut and paste so you can take a flight out of town for an event that you already knew the schedule for? What the fuck is yeah. and, and then guess what? He never left. He stayed late. So the whole thing was, I just got to get the fuck out of that third round, throw away my second round, don't show no presentation. Yo, he's just a sloppy motherfucker. You don't book a flight. You don't come all the way to prepare for a debate. To book the flight out the night of, the day of, not the night of, because he's like, yo, if he's saying I got to catch a flight around 6 o'clock, Harry, you fucking will. You couldn't catch a flight the next day? You had, exactly. You had to, you had to get out of town? Oh, you put in so much said, work? He said they got a exactly. built Jewish Airbnb system. Right? Facts. Facts. He said, and, 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 and not to mention he could go to anywhere. They got a built-in Jewish Airbnb system where he could catch a, a, a bed or whatever. So you couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get nigga horrible, yo. Rest up for a day. You just to mention off of because it's a few. How many hours is it to Israel? Fifteen hours, bro. Come on, son. 
He did that for the weigh-in. Flight. Yep, for the weigh-in. He did that for the weigh-in. You flew in 15 hours to talk for three hours to jump back on a 15-hour flight. 15-hour flight? <laughs> but remember, you could lie to non-Jews, according to the oh, religion. Yeah, yeah, and he never cleaned it up and said, nah, that's a that's a mistake. And this is how it's a mistake. He never did it. Just parried the shit. And as far as people putting their mouth on babies' penises, even the homie that did 20,000 circumcisions by his mouth, which means he sucked the blood off the penis because it's not official until yeah. you suck the blood off the penis of the baby yeah. and chew the foreskin. He did 20,000 before the year's out. He still got some months left. Oh, well, we're not going to judge because you see, what? And you niggas is talking to this bastard? I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I can never do no shit with this motherfucker. He's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo. How you could just openly get on the stage and be like, yo, about that uh, baby dick sucking. Listen, I don't judge. <laughs> yo, what the fuck is that? Yo, that's why I'm like, yo, Harry can't get me pissed off. I can't know a man is that sick and then complain if he's doing some shady shit. I'm just like, yo, man, just stay the hell away from me, man. You are disgusting, man. That is a filthy, <laughs> filthy, filthy race. I ain't going to say man. I, I need a person to come to me and denounce it and say, yo, yeah, this is wrong. That's what I need. Denounce it. Because that right there is insane. <laughs> Super insane. But, you know. Yeah, so, Rev, we have any callers in the line? Okay, now, um, for the general public that's listening, um, I understand that there may have been an issue with the live stream. What's going to be done on the back end to alleviate those issues? Uh, we didn't have that much problems with the live stream. We had a large number of people that got on and a large number of people that appreciated the service. And for those people... This is another issue. I'm not saying this is for everybody. We went out our way to make sure that we were definitely streaming from a 5G disposition. Some people don't have good internet service, and when that little circle is on a screen, they're blaming us. It's not fair, but that's, that's, the, that's the reality of dealing with a virtual product. When you're dealing with a virtual product, it is a large crevice of space for the customer not to be right. You see what I'm saying? They, they, this thing that they're always right is not true. It's just not true. It's not true. Then there are other people that we sent out the link, but they, for whatever reason, didn't see it open. We had those conversations with people. And then there's other people who we just have to take their word for it that, it didn't work out, you know, and with that, you get a complimentary DVD. Why not? It's not a problem. You know, if you if you bust your gum before you even try to talk to somebody, then, I mean, you went into the situation mad at your own people. I don't know. But for us, it's nothing to just say, yo, we'll ship out the DVD on us free of charge because 
if you feel slighted by the service, we're going to keep you as a customer in the future. It's not a problem. So I'm not going to say everybody's wrong, but people is, you know, we're not really in a position to make videos and slander the customers, right? So position where you always have to get beat up by people. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you I start getting at the customers and making fun of them, people say you're not a good businessman. But no one cares if you're a good customer, though. No one's ever talks about being a good customer. It's always be a good businessman. Because this white folk create uh when they get their shit right, then the customer's always right because they shit right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they create that concept to knock out the little people, as far as business smaller businesses are concerned. But it was an excellent stream. Uh, I know it was an excellent stream because we can. We're doing the analytics. We can see what has taken place. We get the responses, and for and then we'll also compromise the stream. For some people, it's because we told people, if you share the link, the way our shit is designed, if you share the link, your shit is gonna come out horrid. As far as your service is concerned, it's gonna be blurry or your audio is going to be smeared. If people share the link, we tell people all the time, don't share the goddamn link. This is what's going to happen. People do. They cut and paste your whole lot. Your whole lot. Your whole lot. Then we got to reboot the system. And too much of it is going on because then it comes off as an invasion. It comes off as someone infiltrated the system. So we got to reboot the system. And then now people will say the stream dropped. It didn't drop. And then you know what they do? What they do later on is brag about how they got it for free when they don't understand that they mess up everybody else's live stream because of the bandwidth could only hold up so much. So when everybody is sharing a link to their people, yo, here, fuck paying, we could get it for free. See, they fucking it up for everybody else. And those who are sharing that damn link, that's what's going on. (laughs) They're not listening, man. The the joint. Because they can see. The one that's trying to show love and support to us, they think they hurting us. No, you hurting the people who are trying their best to support us. You see? That's who you hurting. The system that we got locked in, we have accommodations for each per- each purchase. So the second there's somebody on there that didn't purchase, compromise. Somebody else, compromise. But it's not enough for it to devalue the stream. For everyone. But after a while, if it keeps taking place, then now the stream's integrity is compromised. Now, what we will do in the future, that we're going to make it where if you try to share the link, it just will not work. We tell people, don't do it that way. We say, don't do it. Come on, people, don't do that. Because when we create this situation where we got to make sure that the stream link is unique. The URL is so unique that if you try to share it, it won't work. It it feels a little malicious that you got to be like that with your own people. So we try not to be like that. We just like, look, don't share the link. Now somebody say, yo, let me just throw my homie this link. Cool, but guess what? We're on a bigger level now. So we're not dealing with a mere 100 or 200 people coming in on the stream. So you're dealing with all these people coming in on the stream Inside of every hundred, you got X amount of people sharing the link. You're messing up the accommodation that we have for the bandwidth. So it's like, okay, we'll give it. We'll, we'll do it the way you want. Trust me, people are going to feel uncomfortable. Talk to you like businessmen and say, 
or we're cutting back on this, that, and the third. Then when we got to raise the price on the stream and you feeling like, yo, that's not fair, no, because you, you create a space where now we have to secure ourselves because it's bootlegging taking place. Nobody wants to respect that. It, it's post-production that we got to take care of. Nobody wants to respect that. We always, no matter what, there's going to be people we have to compensate because of technical problems that may exist on our side or their side. But with these kind of services, you never actually know in some instances who's really at fault because it's a virtual service. I hope people understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying. When it's a virtual service, you may not have the the right technology at your disposal to really discern if it's a problem or our end. That's how technical service is. It's technical. And we wouldn't be able to be that technical about the service because it's, it's, it's the circumstance that we're dealing with that kind of creates a gray area. But nonetheless, if we can't really discern, like, if a person says, I didn't get the email, and we you know we can send them a copy of the email that we sent them, fine. If a person says, the email wasn't coherent enough, and I didn't really understand the instructions, that hmm. can be honest. And then we can work better to create a, a better instruction, which we did that day when we, some people was like, look, this wasn't coherent enough. We said, okay, recreate the message so they know the username and the password. Boom. Now we gave it to them, solved the problem. Some people... Like they didn't care to get the second message. I didn't like the first message. I couldn't get it. And they were stuck on, I'm just going to keep calling and complaining to you, even though we sent you another email. You have no idea what kind of personalities you have to deal with. People coming to me complaining. I'm like, yo, that's the nature of our people. I don't want to deal with this no more. These people talking nasty and disgusting to me. I'm like, yo, I understand. But that's the nature of these people, man. Just they're they buying a product, just... Deal with them on that level. Don't expect them to respect you, even though they call themselves black. Get out of that freakish state of mind that they should respect you because they say they're part of the conscious community and they just bought a ticket. Don't worry about it. You know, take take it. It's like you don't know these people. They don't know you. Just open, embrace it. And you know what happens with me? I handle the situation so cool. People be like, yo, you're a con artist, man. You don't care. Because they think if I'm not yelling and screaming at them that I don't care. I just know it's, it, it, it doesn't make sense to be arguing with a person that wants a product and may even be right about something in particular as far as the service is concerned. So I take the good with the bad. You know, it's unfortunate people want you to listen to them vent their frustration with a lack of regard for the fact that you have hundreds of people you have to service for an event inside of a six, seven hour time. They want you to talk to them for a long period of time to listen to them vent, not listen to some resolve. People don't know the type of stuff people put them through. You feel me? But it is what it is. I don't make it make me lose sleep at night. I understand it. It's the one time some people finally feel like a boss in their life. And now they're going to manipulate the opportunity because I'm in control now. I'm the customer. I rule you, so therefore I can talk to you and say all sorts of nasty things to you like I own you. See, me, I just learned, don't curse at them. Don't do none of that. Listen to them and try to resolve that while they're venting. So I can say in the middle of them cursing and talking crazy, sir, we, we just sent you an email. Please check it out and let us know if it works. And you move forward. So if somebody... Hey, let me ask Red Pill. Yo, do y'all have any um, questions, Red Pill? Nobody? Yeah, cool. Let me finish this last thing. Uh, yeah. So, again, let me finish this last thing. So, if a person had an issue, 
And we ask you to be honest. Because if we see, we sent the username, the password, and all that. Come on, you got to be honest. This is why we started sending out registered emails so we can see when you opened up your email, how long the email was open. We got we went through all this extra stuff with our people just because, mm. you know? So the email tells us when you opened it up, how long it was opened up, and if you use that which was in it. It's a called registered email. This is real stuff. These are the things we had to do to protect ourselves. So if there was an issue, you can go to brotherpolite45 at gmail.com. We gladly would give you a DVD in exchange because we respect your business and we're always working harder to get to the next level. We're glad we do that. Not a problem. Hold on, hold on. So brother, polite, polite, polite. Yeah. Your man just got two technical fouls and kicked out the fucking game. Uh, yeah, I see. He wilded. <laughs> Metal world peak. <laughs> uh, I got to get back to L.A. <laughs> Yo, you got to call him down, Polite. Come on, man. Red, we have any callers? Let's get home? to this caller. <laughs> yes, sir. Indeed. Our first caller, caller from a 914 number, 914-230. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Hey, family, it's Candy. Hey, hey, Oh, my goodness. This weekend was crazy. I mean, he really, Harry came in there so condescending. It was ridiculous. We was just look. I mean, and the power of the crowd was just, it was real serious. I'm just glad I'm a black woman because I wouldn't want to be on the end of the other end of that. Like, he showed up trying to, how is he giving us consciousness one-on-one? Are you really teaching us about our third eye? We were all just looking at each other like, what is it? Like, did he really just come in here with that? He was just speak, keep prepared as if he's speaking to eighth graders. You're asking open-ended questions and you're supposed to have a full presentation. What the hell? It was pathetic. It was he said he was trying to keep out the for that. He but it was open any questions and then on top subject matter. The way I received it, by the time he was done, the only thing it sounded like was, We're Jews, y'all are black, we need to come and live together. We need to because you know, I'm not the bad guy. You know, the Jews, we're not the bad guys. He tried that and what I love about my people, what I love about us is none of us was going for it. We're all like, <laughs> get the wrong place at the wrong time to right. play the innocent white Jew. Like, you, you with the wrong group of people, bro. We don't feel bad for you. You can act meek. You can act innocent. None of us are fooled by that. So cut it. Oh, That's and right. On the, and then by the second round, oh, you know what? I'm looking. I see all this anger. And I'm not even, like, yeah, as if you're chastising us. Son, we can't, like, realistically, we're all here this year to, like, destroy you. We don't really give a fuck if you do your part of the presentation or not because we already know who you are. We already have the elders that already told us about about you and who you are. So we already know who you are. So now it's like he's trying to teach us little bits and pieces, and then it's like, oh, well, you know, those Jews, those are the bad Jews, but those ain't my Jews. I don't judge nobody, but I'm not that Jew. Like, nah, son, you are. If that's the case, then you shouldn't have showed up because you're representing representing your whole crew right now. It was it was absolutely yeah. it was condescending. He wasn't prepared. 
he underestimated not only polite, he underestimated the audience. That's true. He thought that he was going to speak to us in which way whereas he was supposed to be impressed as if he was teaching us something. And Brittany, she didn't know anything at all. Right. Aside from the fact that he took, and then even though he did partially take stuff from KT, he didn't even slightly go in depth the way KT did. Because I was at that. I was at that lecture as well, and that's took note. He didn't even kind of go into it the way KT did. He barely scratched the surface because he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Really, what I took from his presentation was just like, I have land, you know, and the plan is for the black people for us to all come together. Son, I can't even fucking get an apartment in Harlem because I'm motherfuckers buying up the building. Because when do y'all want to live up, want us to live together in harmony? Like, what part of the game is that? Like, stop. Stop it, son. It was ridiculous. Word. <laughs> so on point. What's your name, sister? This is Candy. Oh, okay. That's the stuff. Making sense now. You have a question that you want to ask Brother Polite? No, but what I did want to say was, I've I heard him mention it. I thought it was so dope how he took Howie's text message and combined that with Howie's reading that in that I thought that was so freaking dope. I was sitting there Thank taking you. my notes, and I was just like, yo. That's the crowd favorite. You hear people, it's just, that just goes to show how he's becoming an elder. Because he's older than me, so that's like how you become an elder. Our elders can't come; they can't communicate with us with something like that. That's something only a person closer to my generation will understand. That I can relate to that. So when he said, that's- "I was like, yo, I got it." Like I was like, "Okay, all right." We're getting a little close. Like, okay, now it made me feel like it's not as difficult to decipher versus right. learning it from Infobici. It feels way different. So when he said that, I thought that was really dope. I mean, but Polite completely destroyed him. He came prepared. He came prepared with the knowledge and with the pettiness, which I appreciate personally. (laughs) It was was a dope presentation altogether. And I love the fact that he still kept that aggression, and I know a lot of people wanted him to just do the nigga shit all the way through. So, like, we can do that nigga shit on our own time. If we're coming for a debate, you have to respect the knowledge, respect the research and the hours that goes into that part of the process. Because right. Harry wasn't coming over here just for pure niggas, you know what I mean? Although he yep. did think that's what he was going to receive, I appreciate this and respect the fact that, like, really, like, he gives you the books to reference. Like, I don't know, I don't understand why Harry even can't. She didn't even have any references. Polite comes with books. He's like, you can go to this book. You can go right here. You can go right there. And I appreciate that because me and the other people who come see this and take notes, which you're supposed to be doing, I can take those notes and now I know I can go back and reference whatever he said versus That's right. him just talking out his ass and I'm just like, well, I guess it sounds about right. That's um, right. <laughs> you know, much peace and respect. Gee, good thanks. Beautiful assessment. Thank you. All right, let's go on to the next caller. Peace. All right. <clears throat> caller from the 314-369. Peace. What's good? This is Brother Perry Black Power. <laughs> peace, peace. In the building. What's good? Black Power, Perry. Peace, dog. Peace, Perry. 
We represented, man. It was yes, epic. Sir. It was an epic experience for everybody, man. It was a beautiful, it was beautiful, man. And uh, just to sit here and listen to all the dialogue y'all been having for the last couple of hours, man, this is just powerful. Uh, like, you know, all the behind the scenes, what we just heard from Brother Polite, like all the yeah. shit that we really didn't know that was going on. That's a yeah, movie. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's deep, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm ready for the, the like, actually hear that, that, that recording and shit when you had them behind the <laughs> Word like, up. Like, yeah, that shit, that, that's like, but yeah, I got man, a little like, bit on you, Yeah, uh, like. Channel. I put a little bit out just to see how far he want to go with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that's only because he was slandering. I was going to be a gentleman and just one day tell my story like three, four years later. Hell no. So, like, <laughs> hell like, no. The yeah, the, the, it's getting big, man. Right, like, need, the movement you need to is, cut it up the, and bring it to Hollywood. Yeah, you like know that on the big screen on Sundance. <laughs> it's getting big, man. Like everything, yeah, hold on, movement, everybody trying you. to get. Hold on, yeah, man. Hello. Hold on. I want to want to send energy and light to my brother Keith Horton. He's okay. Our brother Keith Horton from Detroit. Everybody know the mayor of Detroit. He was. He uh he had a car accident today, so yeah, we that. yeah. The but the ancestors had protected him, and he came out unscratched, and his car got totaled. Him and yeah. his dog, good. You know what I mean? So That's the stuff. I just want, yeah, I want to send light to the brother. Well, peace, love, and light. Yes, indeed. Peace to Keith. Peace to Keith for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, so um, Perry. Talk about talk about the energy and and you up there with Bobby Heru, you feel me? Yeah, and we were looking into the crowd when 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 Bobby was charging it up, you know what I'm saying? Like when I saw Bobby, when I seen Bobby Heru step up there, I'm like, okay, there goes the elder, you know? I, they I was looking for the elder balcony and everything, but there goes the elder. He gets to see the he gets to see us prepare the sacrifice and send them up. The elder gets to see this. You feel me? I'm like at least one is there to see that. You know, that's a that's a that he he don't know what he I think he knew what he was in for, but I don't think he really knew what he was in for. He knew right, about right. emoji emoji and he didn't know that that boy was gonna get fish filleted so early. Like, he didn't know, you know, we ain't no dinner was early. You know, like a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, he definitely, <laughs> I, I haven't even got a chance to speak to him since since it, but I know he, he loved it, and the way I know he loved it is because he stayed very long. Yeah. He stayed almost to the end, you know what I mean? Right. And he's over 70, so normally he don't stay out like that. He barely even come out right. for real, you know what I mean? That's true, so, he don't come out. <laughs> yeah, so the fact that he came out and stayed that late, you know he was having a good time. He he felt the love, he felt the energy, and he respected and appreciated what was going on. You know what I mean? And yeah, that was uh, an you know that was that was powerful. And then yeah, it was very uh you know I felt I I appreciated him being in the building and you know he brought the um you know the forty two new confessions um the new covenants of um of uh my eyes that he made wow. you know to um to Cohen's to um, Go beside the forty-two, uh, the forty-two of my eyes. So, like, it was just powerful, man. 
and like the energy of the uh, community in the building, that was powerful. Like everybody that came out from out of town, so many out of towners, and like even one of the, I'll shout out to the brother Ty from uh, Detroit. He hit me up uh, Sunday. Was like, "Yo, brother Perry, you want to go out to eat? It's on me." I was like, "Damn right, you know what I mean." So the brother and his wife took me out to eat. Shit, I took him to a Haitian spot in Harlem. You know what I mean? Like we got some Haitian food, black-owned restaurant. So it was powerful, man. And like, uh, I ran into some, another brother today from the uh, St. Martin. They leaving out tomorrow. They gave me like two CDs and a DVD for Sonetta. And gave yeah, me yeah, yeah. for myself, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. just that like when the people come, around, man, they, they show love. <laughs> yeah, they they show yeah. love. And then, like, when I go every, so, you know what I mean? Harry, like, when I go, what? What's Stop up? playing with these people, man. You out there two-fifths with us every goddamn weekend. You know it's like a tourist attra- attraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know I mean? man. Yeah, people it's crazy. Like, I'm new. Family vans. They ain't coming out there, to, the homies, to kick okay. it. You when you got family trips to 125th Street, yeah, you know, where where they bringing grandma out, like grandma yeah. just shaking his hand, grandma. It's yeah, him. me Sonetta. <laughs> They're like, is it him? It's him, grandma. She's like, Sam, Fred. Oh my goodness, you know, and they know. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Everybody got a story. Everyone has a story of power and victory yeah. and transformation. Yeah. Not yeah. victimhood. Ain't nobody coming with their head down. Nobody's nah. coming on 125th Street complaining. And nobody's coming on 25th Street looking to be saved. They're coming to 125th Street to share and to yeah. take and to add on. Yeah. They is. They is. I, I caught something on Facebook, man. Niggas was hating. They, somebody made a meet me a Bill Cosby. They had Bill Cosby with a little messed up face, and it was like, I'm trying to figure out what these RBG Israelite and and uh, such and such debates is all about, blah, blah, blah. And, man, I had to comment on that. I'm like, man, y'all hating. We waking up people off from all over the world. And at every debate, it's Moors, Hebrews, everybody come, and we all unified. And, and, and it's people it making money. Even, you know what I mean? To be spoken of, that's inevitable. We live in in a world of polarities and dualities. You understand what I'm saying? Protagonist, antagonist. You don't ever focus on that. You keep your mind and your and your your focus on the now and what you experience, not what you right, never exactly. experienced. You may you ain't experienced that shit when you was on the ground in the real world. Let's stop talking about social cyberspace. The mm-hmm. that's not a real realm for real like that. The real mm-hmm. world face to face. So it talks so, about what you experience when a circle comes together, and that's love. That's all I'm saying. Love outpowers the highest frequency is what? Love. Uh, yeah. So when you, it's like when, when you go, like Dr. Sabi says, about an alkaline body versus an acidic one, that alkaline is a reflection of love, which is called amore in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. So the five that's the principles. And when you enact those five principles, Hate doesn't exist, so let's stop. Let's stop bringing it home with us. Let's stop introducing it into the living room, into the conversation, and bringing it to the table. Ignore that shit doesn't exist. It's outside of us. Yeah, feel me? And we just yeah. move forward. Because right. ain't nobody got time for real. <laughs> for that shit, you yeah. know what I mean? 
But what I had to tell him, because he say, y'all should be doing such and such and doing such and such. I say, brother, I say, we doing what we see fit to help the community. If that's what you think needs to be done, then that's what you do, because you see the need for it. You know what Hurry. I mean? And that just go for everybody. You know what I mean? Anybody you, that has anything to say about anything, yeah. ask them please. Over the past 100 years, no, all right, over the past, we'll be fair, over the past 20 years, Pre-Hidden Colors, pre-David Chappelle show, pre-Boondocks before they found out about Huey um, Newton or Huey Freeman. Before that, were they putting together presentations and were they putting together shows and were they putting together productions to bring out the brightest amongst them, the sharp ones amongst them, the teachers that exist amongst their circle to teach the community, teach the circle, and then the circle teaching the town, and then the town teaching the city, the city teaching the state, then the state teaching the world. So if they're talking about what's not being done, you just have to ask, well, where's your flyer? Invite me to the shit that's being done. Because as far (laughs) as I can tell, I've been in Harlem for 10 years, and I haven't missed any other event really any other place because and all of the events that were taking place were really right there. So yeah. does that tell you something? Yeah. Not to negate anything that has been taking place anywhere else. I'm not saying that nothing was popping. I'm not being arrogant. But I'm saying that there's been a contingency. There's been a designation. There's a point. There's a black dot we can all agree with. It, and, yeah. and it's not just in Harlem. It's the Brooklyn thing. Because the Brooklyn... The metaphysics, the LIU era, all of that. We talking about the foundations. Mm-hmm. So this 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 thing and here. And I've seen that. That was Brother Rich, A. A. Rashid, the pills. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I've seen that shit. That's let that's Black classic yeah. shit. Black guy. Yeah, yeah that's much. That's today three twenty two the anniversary blueprint three twenty two. Me and Blue Pills official first lecture by A. A. Rashid booked that and brought us out. Salute to the God. That's family. It's only right that he would do that. We don't get booked or brought out by anybody else. But good look at AA. And he, he made it look good well, polite. Salute to the God. He brought the God out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And we made a monumental lecture and and it said hip hop that that's a monumental lecture, a bona fide certified classic. And the subtitle of it was how hip-hop runs the consciousness of the world. And we showed and proved that. And it's a living example of what we're seeing right now. So that 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 one, two, five that me and Sarnette have been cooking, two twins, keep in mind, he's a twin and I'm a twin. So two pillars opposing each other, two pillars, boom, boom, right there on that grid, 10 years, 20 years cooking and he's and, and 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 everything is taking place everybody's cooking everybody's doing what it's supposed to do this is bigger than the global thing this is a galactical thing this is this shit is reverberating <laughs> through the gravitational waves through time memorial that's that's what's going to make it big is the fact that y'all linked up with url because that's the hip-hop and that's universal like they said so Basically, we link it up with URL and the consciousness. But that's fulfilling the prophecies and showing you that cycles exist because we come from an era of a golden era of hip-hop music. That is the era that we're moving forward into because in that era, 
who was teaching Rakim Allah? Who the hell was teaching? These were teenagers, okay? Who was yeah. teaching Big Daddy Kane? Who the yeah. hell was teaching um, KRS-One? Who was teaching Nas? These are teenagers. And you yeah. can play the album right now, family, for everybody that's reawakened and you got your, you took your red pill and your blue, everybody's awake and the lights are on. Go listen to the music. They're they're dropping a lot of the stuff that you're hearing, you know, that you've heard and that you may hear, but the, who was teaching them? So there was an era where the streets and consciousness were one, and it functioned, it functioned so well that people refer to that era as the golden era, B.C., before crack, and all of these other things that if you were not born in that era, there's not, yeah, there's something that you may be, there's an algorithm that you may not even possess because of experience and perception. You may not even see the world the way that I see the world because I seen the world before the shit went upside down. I seen the world before it went, um, how in Terminator when Skynet hit and shit just went black. Okay, I felt that in my genes. It's in my DNA. You know what I mean? It was a different world, I promise you. Yeah. And that ever right there was so ill. I'm talking about gods was glowing. Polite talks about it when he was his when he was around the gods and he seen how they looked. They was when I was in when we went to Queens and we went to see the gods. They was dressed in all white. I promise you, they were glowing. Right, blue. You was there. AA was there. Mhm. So yeah. that time where our people of a hip hop generation could drop information that people, no other nationalities could interpret and drop it the way that we put it out there because we're talking about ourselves and we're, and we're showing and proving on so many different levels because to keep in mind, war is mental. It's intellectual. Wars are fought over ideas and principalities, ideologies and things of that nature. The physical aspect, that's later on down the line. Missing. 
They didn't want to support black people. Oh, oh no, so I'm clear Harry, on that. Can he set up nah, polite, yeah, polite broke that down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on that. Yeah, about spend that. no money with the Goyim. They like hell no. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, all that niggas that yeah, that footage was live too when uh, oh. Fly was in the when it was in Israel and was walking out the rooms and had it, had the uh, camera on itself and shit. <laughs> oh no, that was, that was live. That's he was doing selfies. He was snapchatting yeah. in Israel. <laughs> like he was uh, on his DJ Major Clark yeah, alert. It. Hold on. <laughs> Major Clark alert. Major Vegan alert. I'm in the King. I'm in King David's tomb. Major Vegan alert. Is <laughs> <laughs> in there as Major Cloth alert. Wait till I see the video. My son got the yellow phones on with the TV hat, with the greatest ever hat, spinning on them, swallowing dervish. With yeah. the, with the, oh. We got 90 seconds left on the call. Family, if you're listening on the radio, three four seven six three seven. Two one three five is the calling number. Three four seven six three seven two one three five. If you want to join us, right past the live screen. Three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. Calling number now. We got about a minute left. All right. Three four seven six three seven two one three five. All right. Let's get yeah. the rest of these callers in. We got a lot of callers. Let me go to these lines. Call us from the 727. Peace, welcome to No Alleged Radio. Yo, 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 you hear me? Yo, loud and clear. Yo, this Cam Bottom, man. Cam Cam Bottom. Bottom. What it do? Hold on. Oh, man, I felt that. Was this your first debate that you attended, Cam Bottom? This was my first debate, man. I just moved to the Bronx like uh, four months ago, man. I've watched every debate, man, dating back to the Khaled days. So uh, this was, not only was this my first, but I think this was the first uh, one that any, like if this was the first one to do, this one was the first one to do. I thought that this was one of the most monumental moments in modern post-African American, you know, history basically like you know which one is that next right you know the next one coming up nah i don't know man i got on the call kind of late brother april the 10th at the national black theater the moors is getting in the ring against brother reggie oh wow yeah i'm there man brother you don't want to miss that one i'm in there Uh like uh swimwear not the thin pit man who's gonna be be supporting reggie on that day man (laughs) I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be supporting everything. We gonna be supporting the truth that day. Don't get on my phone talk about what we gonna be doing. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be sounding Red, crazy. Red, nah, he Listen, need a research team, man. We gonna be supporting the truth. <laughs> That's what we gonna be doing. Absolutely, man. And yo, shout out to Red Pill, man. Uh, we we got we got busy in the booth the other night, man. It was legendary. We took the energy from the uh, the debate and we 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 used that to cipher. We had a classic cipher. It was it was just so crazy. Shout so out beautiful. to Brick. Yeah, Brick the Foundation. Brick, he was in the Brick. building too. Shout out to Keith Horton. He was in the building, and his brother was in the building. You know, what I mean, we made history that night. Shout out to Do the Knowledge Radio, Knowledge Born Allah. 
you know what I'm saying? They were doing a monumental show about uh, Matrix decoding, and it was very relevant. Shout out to the general, Sarah Sue and Seti. Yeah. Did you see his video? Sarah, um, <laughs> Seti is super on a thousand right now after this debate. He had a, he, Yo, had what happened? What happened? Um, I ain't seen no video. Oh, nah. Seti is lit. He's ready to tear the complete. Yo, this is going to be very interesting. The war, the, the the war general is ready to eat something up now. So, hold on, hold on. He said he wants the biggest video? fish in the pond. Huh? Did Seti make a video? Yeah, I seen it the night of the debate. Yo, man, send me that. Send me that, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I get I get hold of it. But um, shout out to all of them. We made a monumental song that night, though. So we're gonna premiere that. You know what I mean? On KTL. If not Friday's show, definitely next week. Absolutely, man. And, I, you know, I plan on getting back on the show real soon and, you know, go deep, man. You know, uh, Harry just could not get off the DMT subject. And I'm actually one of the one of the brothers in the community that's very uh, familiar with all psychoactive and theogens. So I'd love to break down what he was trying to get towards in that, you know, from my personal definitely. experience with everything. So we're going to work. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? You already know. When the family gets, yeah, and when the family hears your music, I already know that they're going to know what it is. As a matter of fact, y'all should just Google Cambada. It's like Bambada, but it's Cambada. Yeah, it's Cambada, C-A-M-B-A-T-T-A. The uh, website is CambadaMusic.com, at Cambada Music, so C-A-M-B-A-T-T-A. Uh, next level shit, man. It's like pure, crazy Polarity, intellectual ignorance, man. It's what is what's needed. Yeah, he ain't no struggling artist either. He got his yeah, he got his work together. He got videos, real albums. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh this yeah. Is not, this is not Scotch tape records. Oh no, nah. <laughs> this is God body. So we 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 work. We out here working. We gonna work on. We gonna uplift the whole community. Riddle rap records. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hello, my name is Records. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So salute, man. Yo, y'all brother, y'all All brothers right. take easy, man. Yo, congrats to a uh, brother polite Sarnetta. You you're you're a genius, man. You're the you're the you're the you're the, you're the one. So yo, I love everybody, yo, love everybody. Thank y'all. Indeed. Peace, bro. That tail intro song. That's def- that's a call out. That's the next thing that's coming, family. We're gonna do some hip hop infused, you know, uh, maybe conscious rap battle league, you know, you know, maybe the Sinetta TV mixtape release, KTL mixtape release showcase tour, something is coming. Come on, I gotta We're get you. Yeah, but this music wave is coming next, though, family. The spring is here, spring 16. We got to prepare for summer 16. We're looking for revenge. You feel me? Playing dirty, not clean. When is that when is that faction initiative coming, man? When's that what? When is that facts initiative coming? A lot of oh, the facts initiative is on its way. We're going to do the presentation next week, and then once we do the presentation, the campaign begins. We're going to start introducing um, different dates for stops that we have to different states. But I, I, basically, when we go to Norfolk, I'm going to 
put that. That would be a launch right there. You know what I'm saying? That's like a, an official facts initiative. Right. Anywhere that we go, it. post facts. You know what I mean? It's already it's an information on the uh, Virginia this weekend for the family real quick. The House of Consciousness, Norfolk, Virginia. Hey, yo, is it Vinden for that? They got Vinden? Hit up Mike. Yeah, hit up Mike. Um, let me give you his number. No, I got it. I got it. But you can yeah. put it out there for the people, though. Yeah, that's for the family. If y'all want to know anything about the event, hit the guard up. I'm going to give I you the number right now. He told me they shut down Vinden, but you can holler at him anyway. All right. uh, you asked a question. I'm telling you what he told me. But <laughs> I'm sure they still, did. Yeah, nah, <laughs> still, nah, I like him. Feel free. Number is 213-271-7091. That's Mike. 213-271-7091. And family, you know, I mean, we all are owls. You know what I'm saying? But... You should I'm, hit him between I'm trying to get. Hours. I'm trying to get in B more with KT on Thursday. He got private events and shit. Word. Yeah, man. Like that, man. I'm coming. I'm, I'm gonna come stand outside the front door with my shit. <laughs> but family, we got a whole bunch of websites that we, you know, that we're about to launch. It's a whole lot of things going on. Just bear with us. Believe me when I tell you, I want everything to be really Trump tight, and it's coming together. So many interests. The people just based on the conversations and the networking from this weekend, I should postpone something for at least a month because there's so much to put together. Man, but next man, week, people with businesses. Yeah, yeah. Next week we're gonna give you all the preliminaries. You know what I mean? Just know the growth is taking place, and 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 the train and the plane and everything, the spaceship, the Nebuchadnezzar is moving forward. You know what I mean? But it's gonna take all hands on deck. And it's definitely going to require the support and the investment, you know what I'm saying, of the people to make this thing do what it does. You know, so Morpheus at Gmail, that's where y'all could begin to send those investments, you know. Because resource, at this point, resources, we need the aerial drones in there, family, coming off of the balcony, man. Yeah. I needed to see my man Ariel when he did the, when he when he did his own when when polite gave y'all his sonnet renditions, huh? Y'all ain't used to the scheme yet. Y'all y'all gotta see the tape, rewind it. I dissed you. Y'all didn't see the sonnet scheme, the build up. Then he brought my dude out. You don't use me for white people. You didn't peep the ritual. How dare these Negroes? What y'all wanted? But hmm. y'all could sit through hours upon hours upon hours of trauma, hours upon hours upon hours of victimhood, hours upon hours upon Maybe hours of black people lying yeah. down, interrupting white people from eating good meals, hours upon hours of hands up crying, passiveness. Hours of hours of people, men with hairy legs and high heels, okay, with purses, walking up and then down Harlem with bad makeup on. Hours of that. <laughs> with two guys. Have the audacity to say that you don't want to sit through something like that. That's making you uncomfortable? Is that bothering the chip? Huh? It's short circuit in the chip. 
You wanted to <laughs> I was Honestly, man, I almost caught the Holy Ghost in that motherfucker. It was so electrifying. <laughs> I almost started speaking in tongues in that motherfucker. It was electrifying, but you know what I'm saying? For real. It was an experience. It's a taste, but it's a taste, man. It is a taste. We're getting our, our, our chops wet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm giving you, believe me, like I tell you, I peek, uh, I peek into the yeah. future. I, I, a taste. Listen, listen. Just get to these callers. We are past the mark. No guarantees yeah. on this time. Let's get to the callers. All right, all right. Peace. Caller from the 917-821. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Hello. So I really I didn't see this debate yet. Um, I just pretty okay. much have a statement, and it's a little I'm I'm annoyed a little bit because uh, I read so someone posted like an update of what happened at the debate, and I read it, and then there were comments like, "Oh, we should hold ourselves to a higher standard." Harry should not have felt the way he felt leaving. What, like, basically, we should be dignified black people and I guess make him feel welcome. And the reason why I'm annoyed about it is when we debate more, we don't hold ourselves to those higher standards. When we debate Hebrew Israelites, we don't hold ourselves yeah. to those higher standards. When we debate Christians, when we debate the Muslims, it's like, Oh, we all for it when it's black people against black people. You can, I'm about it. Yeah, so I know you guys were like off that topic or whatever, but I'm really annoyed by that because we can we can basically cheer on oh mother f you and basically cursing each other out, de de deframing each other in front of us, but then when this white man come in, we supposed to you know sit up straight, put our hands together. You know, the Indian style, this is kind of reminiscent to how our parents would treat, well, some of our parents would treat us when we're, like, in public, on the train, or, hey, you better you better behave yourself. You better not touch that. You better not say anything. Like, I'm supposed to be scared, or I'm supposed to act, quote, unquote, correctly in front of this man when he doesn't care about us. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little annoyed with our people. I feel like sometimes... We hope that everybody could come along for the ride, but we just have to let go of some of us. Like, some of us got to go. Even Harriet Tubman was putting the shotgun to people like, listen, if you're not coming, she left her man. Like, you're not coming? F you. Hmm. I'm out. And I feel like that's what we, we have to. I don't want to cause division uh, yeah, or anything like that, but nah, it's, it's overdue. true. We can't take everybody. Everybody cannot come with us. Because we did this, we shall overcome, kumbaya, holding hands, and trying to make them feel better about what they did to us. We played that too long, and it got it has gotten us nowhere. It don't pan We're out. We're still being killed. We are still being killed in the streets. They, they are still trying to keep us mentally enslaved. And our people just don't get it. They just don't get it. I, I was literally arguing, and I don't argue. I'm very peaceful. I'm all about my people, but I was literally arguing with a man, and I don't like to argue with them because I respect my father, I respect my man, but I had to let him know, like, oh, you, you're not even, you shouldn't even 
call yourself conscious, you're not a part of this community because, one, you identify yourself as being African-American. So we should be dignified African-Americans now? Hell no. And no, I'm not going to sit around and root for hopefully pray for the white man so that he can come out of it with no scrapes and no bruises when I wasn't doing that when Polite was um, debating um, study. There was a lot of cursing and MFing and slides being shown that I thought were inappropriate. So, no, I'm not going to do that for this white man. No, he's a dog, and he needs to know who he is. We're going to let him know. That's just my point of view. I'm sorry if I sound like a, a, a mad black woman, but that's just, how I, that's just how I feel about the matter. And I'm going to do the same thing when I'm watching Reggie get slaughtered by the moors. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I feel. That's, that's just how I feel. So, uh, uh, so I just uh, love <laughs> That was just my statement. Okay. I had to let that off. I'm sorry, uh, but I had to let no, it off. No apologies. <laughs> right? You good. You good. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't see I'm the good. debate. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited about the debate. I can't wait to watch it. I couldn't watch it, but I, I can't wait to see it. But just knowing that this man was squirming in his seat and left almost in tears, I'm happy about that. I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit disappointed that Sinead didn't have him crawling out of there on all fours begging for forgiveness. So, I mean, that's just that's just how I feel. Whole world will get to see. That's why sometimes you throw bait out there. Remember, this is still chess. You know what I mean? Sometimes you'll throw a little piece. Our people are such a soundbite people. It's always the spectators who are they. There were so many people afraid to even show up. To really mm-hmm. be live, if it was that important to them, because now they're mm-hmm. making it important to them. It has nothing to do with them when they wasn't here seeing it. Because if you were there, you know that oh nah, what do a white guy buy us bowing down? That's nothing. Yo, Harry got up there and said some shit about the pie nail, man. Fuck that other shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on, come on. I have a ten-year-old nephew that can break down the pie nail grid, so I'm a little no, offended that he would even bring that up. It don't even matter about a breakdown. It's just so funny. You'll get to see it for yourself. It's right. just from the way it started out. It, it was like so it, he just had it lined up. Harry, come and sit down right here. We waited for, for like for two hours. But in the meantime, I'm going to invite everybody from House of Consciousness to come up here and tell you how much they want Polite to body you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is how they tenderize the halal, right? So he's sitting there. He got his legs crossed. I think he's pulling in no socks. <laughs> oh, God. Pulling out the blazer with his no socks. The socks tell look. <laughs> so young Marcus comes up there. That yo, piece of like Tom family. He's like, I'm 17. Yo, fuck that. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, body this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> That's weird because anybody who deals with energy, like, I feel like all human beings should at least know something about energy. He should have at least 
felt the frequency, like felt what was going on in the room before he even opened his mouth to say anything so that he know what not to say. He did he, feel it. That's why he was like, yo, family, I'm ready to go. <laughs> He's like, I'm playing the catch. You know what I'm I have work tomorrow he, on the farm. He was he ready He could not to have felt go. it that much if he started off with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit y'all with something deep, which I know about the pineal gland. Like, huh? He, he, he could have not have known his demographic. He didn't Imagine have research. Imagine out, right, in Mayweather, the fight, the showdown, the big one, everybody paid for the fight to come to Vegas. Pacquiao gets in the ring and starts slap boxing. You know, I'm going to teach you about slap boxing. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Pacquiao said in the middle on the fifth round, yo, um, I'm just ready to go. Ready to go get some popcorn. Ready to go get I got to play That's good. Yeah, come on, Red. Good, as he should. As he should. Right up. All right, we got Wait. more people, so we got to open up the Thank lines. Thank you, Thanks, Thanks, Paula. Okay, peace. All right. Wonderful. Thanks. Paula from the 409. Peace. Welcome to Another Ledge. Paula from the 409. 828. Peace. Welcome to Another Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, peace. Uh, first, I just want to send love and light. I want y'all to know that the Caucasian or this beast, quote unquote, um, knows that his time is up, which is why, you know, well, I'm sure y'all know why the beast is doing all this doing. But I want y'all to know that, you know, I can feel the fire coming from each and every one of y'all. And I want y'all to know that y'all works will not go unjustified. I know the beast is listening to me right now. And I want the beast to know, too, that. His time is up, and I just want to – and I also want to ask uh, Brother Red Pill or Blue Pill what the name of that song was, how it go, uh, Live from the Land of Snakes. You know, you know what song I'm talking about? Anthem on the track, Live from the Land of Snakes. With the same nigga playing your weight, want to give your hands a shake. Bitch, we got bands of- yeah, here we go. That's Scorpion King. <laughs> What's it called? Tear the house down. What happened? That's Scorpion King. Scorpion King. How, how can I get that? Um, that's gonna be on. We gonna have the website up this week, but you can find it on SoundCloud right now. The unmastered version is on SoundCloud. You can listen to it. Just go to Red Pillar and then Scorpion King, and it's up there. For sure, for sure. That's all I wanted to call in, you know what I'm saying, is let y'all know, you know Indeed, saying, y'all works, y'all works, you know what I'm saying, will be remembered, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's immortalized, bro. I appreciate that. Indeed. What, 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 um, what state you calling from again? I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. Oh, salute. We're going to be in there soon. Yeah, we're going to be yeah, down there soon. down, man. Dallas, mm-hmm. I keep hearing big things. Dallas and Houston. <clears throat> Fort Indeed, question. Brother. No question. Yeah, so stay listening Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll catch the archives. But whenever we're going to make that move, we'll let it be known on sign at the TV or on Know the Ledge. You know what I mean? And even look out for some new Know the Ledge TV, you know? So it's definitely a pleasure, brother. I appreciate that. And uh, look, you know, the whole summer is gonna be crazy. So just pay, you know, just just let the family around you know, let the peoples, let the streets know, you know, 
that, that we doing the work and we out here. No question. Black power. No yeah. doubt. Black power. Peace, family. All right. See, I told you this caller. Caller from the 929-342. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Yo, what's the deal? How you brothers doing? Hey, Peace, all is well on yourself. Uh, man, I'm I'm Cass and Flatbush, you know what I mean? Alright. Yes, yes, yes. Man, I just want to chop it up with y'all, man. Yo, I've been listening to Dr. Amos Wilson for a minute now, you know what I mean? Like, my mind state is Dr. <laughs> Amos Wilson, you feel me right now? That's like, right. No I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch the debate. Like, I, I had to work for, for, for my presses, but like, yo, like, I'm really in a, like a, a state of emergency with this consciousness, you know what I mean? Like, we need everything but Black water, like I respect you, right? I know you got your thing with the clothes. Like, I got some income coming in, man. Like, yo, we need we need to build, man. You know, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a state of urgency. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That, the same the same state of urgency my my son Tupac had when he was when he was making his run. You know, like that's every, right. Everything is consciousness. You feel me? Like that's right. Yeah, man. Well, he was running. He had consciousness. Everybody's Absolutely. beginning to see that, and that's the beautiful thing. They're like, yo, oh, shit, yeah, pop consciousness prototype of what you're seeing now. Thug life, uh, the hate, you gave little infant fucks everyone. That's what, his, that's, that's what he gave. He promised you that, but everybody put, they ran with the thug part and left the con, they left the consciousness and the rebel behind. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Definitely. I don't know, man. I got to chop it up with you. Sonetta, because the way my mind works, and I know we could be doing far much. We on two fifth, yeah. We on two fifth every Saturday. We all we telling the family, um, all over the world, 125th Street every Saturday. It's, it's guaranteed that we out there, one of us, because you what know, time to what time? huh? From what time to what time, brother? Sun up to sundown. Ah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> that's I mean, the just come to Harlem, brother. It, it, it's that's all good. We'll be out there tomorrow, you know? Thursday, you know, uh, definitely, whatever day until we exactly leave. That's exactly what I'm going to do, man. Because we, we need, like, think tank stuff, st- stuff that, like, get our minds working, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. move the consciousness. Off yeah, we need resources. Oh, we need the think right? tank. We need people with access to venues, like, Absolutely. We need people to come and see us with keys and deeds and leases. Like, yo, I got a building. What's good? Because keep in Absolutely. mind, there's a multitude. You know, there's a multitude of things that we do. I don't just do clothes. That's mm-hmm. I do that. That's like twenty percent of what I do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I respect that. I, I do. I do new media. I do all forms of media, and I work with multiple media entities. And the time that I spend with those media entities would be akin to the same time that a news reporter or newscasters and all kind of other things would spend with their entities. You feel what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. I also focus on uh, KTL University. We also have to put together these shows. Putting together these shows are not a simple task because it's not just me and my brother launching Tuesday and Friday. We have 600-plus shows where we've launched, and it were different people on each show has a different teacher, and we've had every single teacher in the conscious community 
on our show in the pantheon of what is known, and then teachers that are not even in the community have been on the show. The catalog is extensive, so that in itself, so as well, they were also in the art of healing and doing things of that nature. My brother Mm -hmm. having his own, um, you know, tincture company, his own Seamoss, his own gold water and things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? He also has clothing companies, but he's also a journalist. You know, oh, that is yeah. that is dope. <clears throat> that you is know. dope, man. I don't you know, man. Know. I want to challenge the the young brother Marcus, man. You know what I mean? To any type of debate, I I feel like I could take I could brother, take brother. Anything, like any anything. Instead of challenging <laughs> yeah. Marcus to a debate, you need to come yeah. and build Marcus, sharpen absolutely. your skill with Marcus. Absolutely. You may not even absolutely. be worthy of even saying that you want to debate that's Marcus. A, that's an absolute fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, you I have feel, to understand that the art of debate is not something that you could just, yeah, I just want to jump in the ring. You want to oh, get yeah, ready yeah, to go to war yourself. with that man? Hold on. Mm-hmm. You want to mentally prepare yourself for your whole legacy to be, because you're going to war. Understand mm-hmm. that. You're mm-hmm. going to want to tear this man's head off. It may Thank start you. as, oh, I just want to <laughs> chop. No, I'm dead serious, because uh, you have to understand war before we talk about what we want to get into. That's mm-hmm. a Cause that's real. Absolutely. And I'm talking yeah. about what, what, what polite, what polite just did was real. Absolutely. Of course. Mm. Of course. You know. Oh man. Shout out to my brother Marcus. He was definitely in the building. You know, what I'm oh, saying he'll be, shout, yeah, he'll be on Northern Yeah, he'll be on Northern So I'm encouraging a brother like you. And I spoke mm-hmm. to Marcus about it, and he gave me the cosign too. And I'm encouraging all my brothers that are 21 and under. Come together and let's do this barbershop series. Come with me. All right. Let come with me and either Sonnet or Rich, and I'm gonna take you into Flatbush, and I'm gonna take you to Best Star, and I'm gonna take you to Crown Heights, and we can go to Brownville as well. Huh? What happened? I said Brownsville. Go ahead. Brownsville, and we're gonna go and build. And I'm going to take, we could go into Harlem and the Bronx as well, but we'll start at in our borough amongst our people that we know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Our fam that is this worldwide. We'll, we'll do barbershop series in Atlanta, Miami, Texas, all over the world because we're worldwide before the consciousness. And I would love to take consciousness into these circles. Now the smack is on board, the key, the key maker, the door's open. We could take y'all in there and you won't get offended. Oh, absolutely. You'll understand what this is. But when we go and show you that the people that y'all were scared of all of the time were actually people who were just waiting for us. Like, damn, we were waiting for y'all. We needed uh-huh. this information. We're glad you came home. It's a sentence, so it's like it begins a, a synthesizing, and then that that's how time repeats itself. Oh, that's because this time existed before. Thank you, Carlos. Me this time existed before. Thank you, brother. Oh, thank you, thank you, brother, no for doubt. helping Thanks. myself, man. I appreciate it. Empowerment at Gmail. Shoot us your information so we can link. One you Saturday, out. I'm definitely gonna come out. I'm definitely gonna come out. Shoot us, yeah, shoot us your information. Sound yeah, shoot us your comfort. Yeah, if you take care. Yes, I know. Right. Yo, um, how much how much you made, man? <laughs> I said, brother. Can we ask I, you how much you made? I can't ask you how much you made, man. Let's just man. say I said, I'd home early. Hold on. I, I, yeah, made, I, I made I made, I made a little, little um, $700. 
You said seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred dollars after I paid everybody off, all the black people. Yo, Ed was just tally bro. Yeah, you hilarious, man. Oh man, you know you know you know shit is good when you tell people you make. I would like like, I would like people to know how the vendors get paid, man. I made over a thousand, definitely. Lovely. 